This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Ross with Longley Fertilia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the Herpeticulture Network. Enjoy. Get my fucking jazz It's going dog. We're upset. We're gonna we're gonna be upsetting Scott because he said we're late. We're late on the button. Hardly. He's in another hemisphere. What does he know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like eleven a.m. there, so way more awake than us. It's true. Oh, uh, uh, here we are. After many a scheduling fiasco, <laughs> here we are. We did it, boys. It's uh, it's December twenty eighth. It's the last episode of the year. Hope everyone had a good Christmas. Oh yeah, um, Bill Gifts Bradley. Bill Bradley will be in momentarily. He was restarting his computer, but here we are. Fuck yeah, rock and roll, nice baby. I get nerd. Fucking dude, got that got that fulvious drip on lock. You know what I mean. I'm out oh, here. Yeah. Look at that. I'm about to spend two hours shitting on Jason Keller. I hope he's listening. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love that dude. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jason Keller probably has the greatest jean jacket of all time. And he probably never wears it like he should. Yeah, dude. You got to have. You know where I got this jean Isn't jacket? Battle jacket. You know what they call him? Uh, middle school. Is that where you got it? No, it's my dad's. Oh, nice. <laughs> like straight nice. up, this this is a Levi's denim jacket from like 1982, and he had you know like nine of them. Yeah, classic Canadian tuxedo. So I have uh, I have one that I turned into cuts that I have from my old uh, racing club. Oh God! And then I have this one. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, man. There ain't many people that can pull off a, a jean jacket, but but Chris, you wear it well, buddy. Especially I'm, is that acid washed or no? No, you know, no, it's this is it's, it's just worn. This is just worn. Yeah. Doodle bears a kid, and it looked just like that. Vintage baby, this is real. This go for like nine hundred dollars at one of them, with one of them kids with them poofy haircuts. One real fancy real boutique. Denim. Oh, huge shout out! Still using my brothers of the leaf Zippo butane nice. upgrade. Let's go, baby. Nice. Oh yeah, I got mine. It's upstairs. I don't feel like getting him. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> right. I feel like such an asshole. I'm the Damn. Sitting here with no cigar. Well, Jake, I don't want you to feel out. like that, but I do want you to know you are in fact an asshole. I am. I am. My my roommate. Keller was said I'm sitting here shirtless, fixed vapo rub on my chest, waiting for this episode. Nice. <laughs> Sorry you're under the weather, buddy. I'm I think everybody's got. I'm here. I'm drinking. Yeah. I got a cigar. Like a don't man. Be a bitch, Keller. If you're sick as a dog, make it worse. Be a man. Yeah. What uh, What are we drinking tonight, boys? I'll, I'll Mexican mudslides. I'm going to be rotating between some delicious uh, still Austin winter release bottled and bond blue corn bourbon. Nice. And I've got, got a little uh, holiday soft red wheat a buddy gave me. I'm going to just gonna t- take a couple dabs of this, a couple dabs of that. Switch just back a taste. And forth. Just know, a taste. Wet the lips, right? Wet the, wet lips. the lips. Keep going. Yeah. Rots, what do you got in the cup? Uh, honestly, some cheap ass high percentage alcohol. That okay. works, man. 
Mako vodka straight from the jug. (laughs) No, not quite. But uh, I just I ran out of my Crown Royal yesterday, and I didn't go buy a new bottle today. So we we went cheap tonight. Nice, nice. Let me keep it out of the camera view so nobody makes fun of me. It's it's gonna happen regardless, pal. I know. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's not a podcast episode if y'all don't make fun of Jake. Keller said, "I'm not under the weather. This is how I party." Nice, (laughs) nice. He takes just, a handful of antidepressants, rubs the Vicks on, just gets it all tangled oh, up. His mat of hair that he, his mat of hair that he has on his chest, and just leans back and turns yep. on old wrestling videos. <laughs> he puts some sunglasses on, wraps a shmaga around his neck, and does his best <laughs> Steven Seagal impression. Just cigarette after cigarette. God yeah. damn, I love yeah. the '80s. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, remember that movie, Executive Decision. And he dies in the first like six minutes. What oh, a fucking letdown! I do. Uh, oh god. Mm. Oh, young Halle That's Berry. Awesome. Mm. Take it easy. So, are we Over gonna like in your corner? Do we, we want to keep? Uh, 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 I don't want to say stalling, but to keep up the camaraderie and Bill's anticipation. Yeah, let's let's give it. Let's, let's give it, Bill maybe five ten more minutes. Give him just well. We still. I mean. Oh, I was like 7.45. I was like, what are you talking about? I forget. He's in another time zone. Oh, I'm uh, I mean, time zone. Sorry, guys. So this this episode, like all the others for the network here, is uh, brought to you by blackboxcages.com. You need a rack. You need a cage. Everyone, I think, now has some of their stuff. Um, I don't know if Chris has built, put his together yet still because he's still oh, kind of getting the room together. But Everything's together. Everything's ready to go. Everything is perfect. I mean, it is. it slides like a hot uh ballerina through butter and uh everything is tight all sure. the all the uh what you call it uh parameters all all of your uh you know if, if you would go to qc it i'd be blown away uh but i won't be doing anything with it till the new, new room's done and, and we have made the first moves for the new room so uh, nice nice it is it is gonna be it's gonna be a glorious thing there will be more black box in my future i'm sure that uh great great stuff Hell yeah. Bill said his laptop is doing its own thing, so don't wait on him. So he may pop in at some point. You know, Jake's over there sipping on his Windex. Yeah. Bro, I was just thinking. Phil, what are you drinking? God damn it. I was just thinking how good, <laughs> how good that f- fake blue raspberry glass looks and delicious. It's actually a black box glass. Is it really? Nice. Oh, yeah. I got one of those. Since, since, I'm, since I'm already out it, I'll see. If you Must be nice. Black Hell box yeah. glasses. Mm. Uh, Windex on ice, boy. Dude, I, all right, I gotta ask. What, what, what makes it blue? Let, let's be real here. What makes it blue? You got some curacao in there, dude. Just don't worry about it, man. Just don't be me. using the big words with Jake. He's dumb as hell, bro. You got you got some some Baja Blast with some with some jug vodka. Come on, man. Jake got, got Mad Dog Twenty Twenty on ice, <laughs> dude. He's just you know what that yeah. is? That's watered down lean. That's that yeah. is. That's what I just said. <laughs> Like it's just lean. Don't worry about it. Oh, nice, nice. I missed that. Yeah. Uh, I am drinking a, a Shivas Twelve. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I got some bottles for the holidays. Uh, uh, Chris, the Panshab, was kind enough to give me some delicious, some bourbon action. I was going to, but I, I want to, I want to focus on that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to just be drinking it on air. Like I want to, I want to focus there's, on a, it, there's so. a lot to that bottle you'll, you'll enjoy yeah. it and as you drink it it'll change as it airs out it'll change give, give it sure. time and it's it's a good one for sure but i got some belvini uh i got some 
Oh God, I got some Eagle Trace that's got to get cracked open. So it was it was a good year for booze or a good season, good holiday for booze. So I got a I got a new one for you to try because I know we both like Scotch, but I've moved a lot into the bourbon. Yeah, uh, there's a do that blue corn man. I'm all about it. Oh, dude. I love I love I don't I like I like having my scotch at scotch time. I like having my bourbon at bourbon time. Have a little gin at gin time. It just depends on the day and the weather. That's it, baby. Uh, but High West, which is a, a distillery, is making a uh, a whiskey blend called Campfire. Really? It is it is scotch, rye, and bourbon all mixed together, and it's Excellent. like, dude, it's got the smoky, scotchy, all that, and then you drink it, and you're like. All right, there's the scotch, and then you're like, oh, there's that spicy rye, and then you're like, oh, there's the bourbon at the end. It's nice. Just corning it up. It gets you. Excellent. I got to check that out. Yeah, it's a fun one. Good stuff. Smitty said he had a drink, but what what is Smitty drinking? I don't know. For my birthday, I got two little bottles of, like, Mexican mudslide. Oh, like pre-mixed mudslide. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It's freaking delicious. It's almost gone. Nice. Good. Good. Any mudslides are good slide. In the... uh, the one of them snakes and stogies. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Oh, man. So this episode is going to not be our traditional finale, right? We're going to we're going to do some highlights and then we have a, a, a one individual award, correct? Yeah. This year yeah. we're just doing so right. We're doing we'll, we'll yeah. Prob- yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, we we had talked about doing a person for each show, um, and, I, we and nobody care. said anything about it. So we just everyone was just you know busy. <laughs> so we were like, okay, let's just pick the one. And, I uh, think I think the the right way to do it, I, we probably highlight a few episodes that really stood out for all of us, like yeah. we do every year. Uh, and you know, it's 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 difficult to put a different. All right, well, this podcast for this person, this podcast for this person, then this person of the year. Uh, I think I'm excited this year just, just to hammer it out one person of the year like we did the first time. Yeah, uh, and it was a, it was a pretty unanimous decision, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. who's on board. Just like last year, yeah. too, I mean, same it thing. Was, it was it was, it was the first name we all said. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I, I feel like because it was so unanimous, it made it it made it made that much more difficult to do any yeah. kind of like sh- individual show persons. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's a... Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I'm excited. Awesome, possible. Well, we'll, we'll get into that and break it down by, you know, why we we each sort of what about that person is it that we've that we've decided on and, and yeah why we think that they're the person of the year and I think we're all gonna have very similar answers but um yeah but we'll finish sponsor stuff real quick so blackboxcages.com check them out Facebook Instagram um. I am congested. I have something going on. I don't know if it's a sinus infection or allergies or what. I feel fine. Uh, I just can't breathe through my nose. So I'm going to try and not, you know, make nasally sounds and stuff the entire episode. I can't make any guarantees, but um, just forewarning. Um, so blackboxcages.com, check it out. Uh, Puget Sound Pythons, find folks in the Pacific Northwest. Give them a follow on Facebook and Instagram as well. Follow them on Morph Market. See what they got going on. Uh, FullVisaApparel.com just added like five new designs to the website over the weekend um, and the week while I was on vacation. So go check those out. Use code THN at checkout. Save yourself 15% off your order. That is the exclusive code for THN listeners and viewers like you. And then also going back to Blackbox, use the code THN to check out with them, get 10% off your order. 
if you're in the general North Georgia area, there's a pickup option. Save yourself on shipping and freight and just go get it yourself. Make a, make a trip out of it, family trip. There's not a whole lot to do up there, but Atlanta's not far. Me and Smitty make a family trip out of it every That's year. right. That's right. We pack up the kids and uh, and we go. It's, it's a good time. time. Um, Foley's Apparel, Um Cold-Blooded Caffeine. I took two bags of the Snakes and Stogies blend with me to Tennessee, and they did not last long. Everyone seemed to be really enjoying it. Uh, hey, that's good hit, stuff. Get the link down below. Grab yourself a bag. Me and Phil get a little something from it. Um, if not, just get a bag. It's really good. So, Hell yeah. Check yeah, I out. enjoyed the hell out of it. Coldbloodedcaffeine.com. And uh, Steve Snakeshuary and his Venom Hot Sauce. He's a sponsor for THP, has been since pretty much the beginning. Um, he's the OG sponsor, right? He's he the first is. one. He is. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, hop on over to stevesnakeshuary.com. Get the whole lineup of Venom Hot Sauce. We love it. Cottonmouth Sauce is, is me and Jake's favorite in particular. Um, if you haven't tried them, give them a whirl. You're helping him out with his public outreach, public um you know, education demonstration stuff. He does a lot of removals. He does a lot of relocation. He does a lot of uh, rescue-related things, taking in, you know, herps and stuff that people get and don't want and need to find a place for. Um, he does all kinds of good stuff. So if you get that hot sauce, you're helping him directly. Grab some. And then SilentHillReptiles.com. Can't forget Mindy and JT, who are the Cornstar sponsor. Hell yeah. Um, awesome stuff you won't be disappointed i haven't i need to go see if they've updated that for sale page i still haven't haven't looked yet i don't know if they have i don't know if they have but either way go message them right now and and bother them and say update that page because they've got awesome stuff like we've seen it it's just it may not be up yet so take a look silenthillreptiles.com here we are we did it boys we out here end of the year what are, what are you smoking? I have a uh, Drew Estate 20-acre farm. Uh, the reason I just flipped out like a child was because I dropped it on my iPad case, uh, burnt a hole in it, uh, cracked the cigar, and got it all over me. Uh, so it was super cool. Uh, nice. <laughs> but nice. Uh, no, these, these 20-acre farms, I've said it a million times, they're one of my favorite cigars. This one and the uh, uh, La Aroma de Cubana Passion. Uh, I go between the two constantly as my favorite cigars. Uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, figured my favorite people, one of my favorite things to do, got some good whiskey, smoke my favorite cigar. That's it. Good stuff, man. What about you, Justin? What you got? Uh, Liga Provada number nine. Yes, sir. Corona Doble to start. Hell yeah. I want to give it's a like huge a shout out. Basically. To, yeah, those Liga, Liga Provadas are, are, are just where it's at. I smoked one when I was doing the... Uh, the uh, Kaluber Corruption podcast. Anybody wants a real fun thing to happen, a little Easter egg in that podcast, about one minute uh, or one hour, 24 minutes in, your boy sitting there taking a puff of his cigar, uh, inhales, tanks it, oh. absolutely tanks it. Wow. Face didn't change. That's that's what I'm calling dedicated to my craft. You know what I mean? I did. I, I exhaled that, and I said, oh. Uh, oh, no. Dear Lord Jesus <laughs> in heaven, uh, please save your boy. And I kept going. I nice. kept going. My eyes were watering. My butthole done puckered up. I, it turned into an any and, and straight up like mm, we did it, though. Uh, and huge shout nice. out to Liga Provada number nine by Drew Estate. Uh, uh, we out here, you know. 
It's my favorite stick, man. It's, it's such a good cigar, yeah. It really is. And I've said it before, too. People get uh, sticker shock. Uh, first of all, providing you're not paying $30 for a Liga and some crazy tourist trap, it's yeah. worth every penny, in my opinion. But a lot of guys get sticker shock, and they say, man, a, a box is – I don't even know how much a box is. Well, every time I go to my local tobacconist, I'll get just one, and then I'll stockpile. And I probably got, honestly, maybe a box and a half, if not two boxes upstairs of just Liga number nine Toros and Coros and nice. Coronas. And that's the way you do it. You yeah. just get one at a time. And it's my favorite stick, hands down. You know, so. they, we, we don't get a lot of them down here. Usually if you're at the shop and they have a box, we'll open it up and start selling them. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're what, 17 to $20 a stick or something. Yeah, easy. It's, it's, dude, and they're one of the cigars that I'm constantly like, it is worth every penny, yep. every time. Yeah, the Corona Doubles on these are nineteen fifty here. Oh wow! Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. It's good. Are you smoking cigar tonight, Phil? Well, I would. I am. I uh, did not bring it downstairs because I was in such a panicked rush because we started thirty minutes early that I was like, "Oh God, plug everything in." Oh, the laptop's dead. Oh, where's the microphone cables? So while Jake explains his blue beverage to y'all, I'm oh, going to go and grab a stick. Excuse yeah, we're doing me. a little mixology tonight. He was going to yeah, tell what, us what, what he's doing together. You got there, Jake. Yeah. What do you got, Jake? I have, I have Zen uh, six milligram citrus. Nice, that is, nice. That is well. Isn't that like tea leaf? No, it's just nicotine. Dope, dope. Uh, we do not support the use of nicotine on this podcast. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a Christian show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, actually, there, there. I was smoking a cigar with Justin one time. This is back when I smoked cigarettes a lot, and I was just puffing on it like it was nothing. I took one. Big old drag off that fucker and straight straight down, and it was. <laughs> Dude, it good. make it makes you feel a lot. Makes you feel it, like it, it'll wake right? you up. Like, it'll dude, wake was, you up. I was going, I was going, and I just wasn't paying attention. I just and I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> it humbles yeah. a motherfucker real quick. Oh dude. yeah, you are the quick. baddest motherfucker in the world, and inhales a cigar, and all of a sudden you're just like, yes, sir, I'm wrong. You are yeah. right. That's that's not the. That's it. That's not the way to do it. Yep, I'm a huge pussy. <laughs> But uh, I'm, Katie, I'm stoked, man. Katie just pointed out that Jake has, and I couldn't see it from here, but Jake has like a serious James Hetfield circa black album, uh, like mustache sort of thing going on. I, dude, we're we're 18 minutes in. You're already coming for me. That's no, like, I'm hey, I'm no just badly. I'm just pointing out the obvious. That's all. That's all. Yeah. Okay. It's it's I, cool, I, dude. Chicks dig I, it. I, I can't grow facial hair. What the fuck? That's why. I nah, it looks good, Jake. Out, you know? Jake, you look good. He's telling you you look like James Hetfield. That's a that's a damn fine uh, compliment <laughs> if I've ever heard one. Impersonating me. All I, I see, absolute horror. I cannot be. I cannot die. Hi, Bill. Welcome to the show. Let's, What's up? Let's get off of me for a second. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Jesus she said. Oh, Bill, if this God. if this podcast wasn't derailing, like you know, some terrible thing that derailed. Yeah, what two, would it be? Two minutes, you know what I mean? You know, it's no biggie. I don't know. I was watching on my phone and turned it off. And the last thing I, very last thing I heard when I clicked off of one to click on the other was Jake saying, I'm a huge pussy. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And right then and there, gentlemen, credits. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we that's are, right. I'll see y'all in 2024, maybe. motherfuckers. We done did it. <laughs> yeah. We are out here. God damn it. I hate well, all of you. I hope you know that. What are you drinking, Jake? <laughs> okay, look. 
Why are we so focused Sorry. on what I'm drinking? We're just curious. I don't care. Okay, Phil and Pain Chab very clearly care. I put it I in the know. chat. It's Blue Hawaiian Punch. It's not. He's not drinking Hawaiian anything. Punch. It's not Blue Hawaiian Punch. Hey, Billy Boy's back. Yo. Yo. What do you mean he's back? He never. He, he never left. Never he's left. back. He's here. Justin, he's back. Full circle. <sighs> oh, guys. Well, uh, you know, I don't really know if we had an outline, a schedule, or anything planned at all for this episode because uh, that's, that's that's how we do. Uh, but why don't we start out? You know, we I said we had said that we were going to talk about some of the podcasts that stood out this year. But instead of talking about podcasts first, why don't we spend maybe five, ten minutes each, maybe talk about a few standout things that happened this year, maybe just in life, uh, reptile related or not, maybe reptile buddies, just something good. Why don't y'all talk about that? So I, I so I did slap something together real quick. I was just gonna start with like overall year in reviews, yeah. which falls right in line with what. Chris is, is talking. Yeah, I'm just not good at saying stuff. Um, we know, buddy. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, are we going to just go clockwise from Lake Phil? Start at 12 o'clock. Ooh. A Gurkha heritage. Oh, hold on. I, I got to mute for about a, a 30 second period. But yeah, go ahead. Just, why don't you, Justin, why don't you kick it off? Yeah, Justin. Uh, it was a year. The end. <laughs> No, well it, was good. it was good. That's it was good. I, I, you know, it wasn't anything like explosive and exciting or anything. It wasn't borderline Great Depression era levels of suck. It was, uh, it was just, it was fine. You know, it was on the snake front. It was good. Um, produced rhinos for the first time, which was a, a pretty big, big goal to hit for me. Um, the Jansen I was kind of the biggest stride. I think that's the thing that I'm that I felt most most excited about for the year was just the the fact that I was able to get that far with an egg. Um, you know, 2024. Hopefully, now that I've I've sort of getting things dialed in more and more, that we're going to be on a better track to to be more successful next year. Um, and then tons of corns. Baird's was was pretty light this year. Um, hopefully, having some Condro stuff happen in the next couple weeks, we'll see. That's going into next year, but but overall, like the Jansen I thing, you know, I went into the year saying this season was going to be high focus on Ganyastoma, and I I feel pretty happy with with what the results were of that. Even though with the Jansen I, you know, that egg went 150 plus days and ended up being being a dud full, you know, uh, a dead baby, long-term, late-term, um, you know, it is what it is, but that is still progress from the previous year. So we're, we're slowly getting there. It's just a matter of patience and time and all that good stuff. So happy with That's rhinos, so good, yeah. happy with the Jansen I, um, and then hopefully we're, we're going to, we're gonna be one step further with those next year, which I feel like I'm I'm getting close to the the finish line in terms of being able to hatch a, a freaking animal, you know. And you you got the uh, percent of that's true too, Tyson. Yeah. Said, oh, go ahead. Justin. Yeah, those so those aren't gonna be paired until next year. But they're those thriving. Are be a right? next they're year project. Um, yeah, they're doing great. I haven't had had any problems. Um, other than the food strike, they both went on for a little while, but I, I attribute that to the warm just being the room just being too warm. Um, 
they're doing fine still, and I think they're they're going to be good to go. Um, and Tyson said, you know, Fulvius was born this year, which outside of the the things with heartbeats, uh, yeah, that was that's been great. I mean, the the response and and support for that just over the last um, like what nine months, six months, seven months, somewhere in there. It was like May, I think, that I officially like hit the ground with it. So. That's been awesome. That's been great. Um, you know, the apparel brands in particular, that is a very, very hard business to sort of break into and be successful with. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to take full credit for the whole thing because I feel like the podcast and all that other stuff has helped sort of propel it a little bit and having somewhat of a following to, to start sort of helped get it off the ground. Um, but in terms of where other brands would be that didn't have a following and just started from from absolute scratch, uh, you know, it, it would have been a different outcome, I'm sure. But it's been it's been going good and it's been great. Um, it's only seems to be getting better. So, I mean, I'm going to tee in on that. Just I think you're downplaying a little bit. You know, yes, yes, you have a community and yes, you have a lot of people that support you regardless of what you do. But if it wasn't for unique designs, uh, good quality materials and the hard work and heart that you poured into it and the, and the marketing that you did with it also put together a, a, a site that actually works. That shit wouldn't have worked, man. You know what I mean? If I was out here trying to sell shirts, that, that wouldn't work. You, you did a damn fine job and, and I'm, I'm a huge uh, supporter of it, but I think a lot of people that you don't even know are, uh, it, it's, you did a damn fine job. It's awesome. I also, so adding to the website thing, I actually spent some time over the vacation in Tennessee, uh, completely revamped the website got a new theme going so it's it's a little it's better it's it's a little cleaner um you know that that theme and how it was laid out originally was just something that was part of squarespace or not squarespace damn shopify uh so i went ahead and bought a theme and plugged it in and worked on getting that that stuff plugged in and making it look good so yeah i mean i appreciate it man it's it's just one of those things where it's Again, for for brands that just start out that don't have any sort of following, like you are are a nameless, faceless entity, you know, starting from the the very bottom rung on that ladder and climbing up, like that's a really tough climb for a lot of apparel brands because you have to have something that people can a relate to and people you know, things that people are interested in. Um, and it's just been it's been good, you know. I'm in a position to be able to do that, uh, which is also why I, you know, I, I can't take full credit for the for for what I'm what I've got going on because I'm in a position as far as being able to make the shirts that a very large amount of people are not in that position to do. Um, so I've got a major a major advantage there. So it's been great. So I appreciate everyone. Yeah, well, either either way, buddy, we're we're all super proud of you and yeah, what you've yeah. accomplished with with it, man. It's it's been it's been fucking awesome. So, still on the on the fence about Daytona, but we'll we'll see. I'm gonna talk you into it. I want I to do it. Crush it. Just, just got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You got like for how you guys people in the chat for like snakes and stogies, and a little bit for for THN as well, like. I think there was a huge discount for how nerdy people are and like, but like the idea that you could make shirts that have old lithographs or, you know, uh, pages out of books or using scientific names for venomous species. And, and it's like, yeah, you have the 
equipment and stuff like available to you but like the support you get from other people who are as nerdy as you are about these things i think maybe i don't know like hearing you talk about it and seeing some of the things you put in the chat like you weren't totally sure and it's like no we all are as nerdy as you are and think it's super cool and like people that make apparel it's more logo stuff or, or they're they're not trying to appeal to us yeah you're trying to appeal to us you make nerdy stuff yeah man. that like we think is cool and i i don't know like Dude, it's, it's catered to our community yeah yeah, yeah. And that's exactly that's what's awesome you know? but it turns out that that community i i think is probably bigger than we realize sure yeah, people absolutely. just don't verbalize you know oh like a, an 1800s you know chameleon lithograph <laughs> out of a book like yeah well, all right, that's super specific. And it's like, well, really? Is it? Because some of the Facebook groups with chameleons have thousands of people on them. Like, yeah, there are way more real deep nerds than you would think. And so I, I think that's a big part of the reason that the support was there is you're appealing to people who are much nerdier than we thought they were. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Here, here. It was just also, once, if I'm you know, echoing, sorry. It was just one, it. something cool that that I would want to wear, you know? Yeah. And, and like, you know, it's like, not like cringy, like cringe nerdy type stuff, but like, you know, like no, what, it's, like the shirt it's not making guy. fun of it. You know, like, that Cordilla I, shirt. I think a lot of the nerdy things try to appeal to mainstream by like being kitschy or, yeah. or making like a cartoony, like, Oh, it's funny that I'm into nerdy things. It's like, no, I'm super into this and I'm a freaking nerd about it. And I like, old school abronia headshots from the 1800s of dudes in mexico where i can't go anymore like no you're a real deep nerd and it's not like you're not making fun of it you're you're celebrating it and yeah. having people are into it hell yeah hell yeah i told y'all how phil was like my the inspiration for so many things where i'm like if would phil wear this and if phil would wear it i'd be like it's good then because i know phil's like <laughs> he's, he's particular dude i have i have a shirt on right now with my favorite genus of lizard scientific illustrations like yeah. who's better than me right now that's fucking sick man i love it i literally was playing with them the playing with the lizards last night and like i was like man i want to like put them on the shirt and take a picture and i was like no way in hell this is going to be good because they're all just going to go boom and scatter you know yeah. <laughs> but yeah. still it's like how many of us, even something like a chameleon, like Bill said, it doesn't matter what species is on the shirt. Chameleon people are going to love it. It doesn't yeah. matter if they keep oh, yeah. that species or that species is unattainable or whatever. It, it's just a, it's just a cool scientific illustration of chameleon. Like that's awesome. Yeah, Justin, I don't know if it's on your list, but in the chat we have a comment of um, new ideas twenty twenty four. I just don't want to let it disappear into the chat scroll. I'll write it down. Oh, no, it's asking if there's any new ideas for 2024. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As far as, like, the network and stuff. Yeah, you said you had a topic list kind of to go by. I just yeah, didn't want to yeah. miss oh. it. Oh. I got it. My brain registered that completely different. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. That's why I clarified. You're good. Keep drinking. <laughs> Shut up. I just started, Bill. You can't use that as an excuse for at least 35, yeah, 40 more minutes. I got. Okay. I'm, I'm going. Uh, Justin Smith. Hey, bang. Which one is that? 
It is uh, purple haze. Oh god, that was horrible. It's what they have, and I'm going to the gym after this. So I would actually die if I drank one of those. You don't think? Yeah, I have medicine to counter it. So sorry. It what? What? What'd you say? Oh, I said fingers crossed. There's a lot to prove in 2024. So, <laughs> stop it, Jake. This is not going to be a Jake shitting on episode. Uh, oh, oh, it. is it not? We'll see about that. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna... killing a co-host for dramatic effect. Jesus, There's a lot of lot of time we'll, left for that. We'll find some ways to make fun of Jason Keller. Don't worry about it. I mean that that's pretty easy. But... <laughs> that's you don't, have to, don't have to look very hard to find ways to do that. <laughs> Phil, why don't you crack us up with your 2023? Hit me with it. Oh man, my 2023 was was really good. Um, there were lots of highs and lots of lows. Um, I got species from the collection that I honestly never thought I would ever get. Um, I've always been a, an African snake keeper and a, a bitish genus keeper, and I've had puff adders in the past, but I got the opportunity to get an adult pair and a baby pair of Cape puffs and argue arguable in the locality, but there are they are. I, I'll say it with confidence, they're the prettiest snakes in my collection. And uh, Nipper Reed came down to do a little herp trip with some of the NPR boys, and he stayed with me for a couple of nights before we went on our trip. And he was like, why do you have these in a rack? Like, these need to be on display. And it, it, it's so crazy because you see an animal in your collection, and you're like, man, this is so gorgeous. But eh, it's just it's just a puff adder. Like, eh, whatever. And then someone else sees it, and they're, like, excited for you and excited about it. And, like, that just... It honestly rejuvenates it. And I say highs and lows because one of those babies actually passed away completely freak out of the blue. And it, it, I have pictures of it from a week before it passed healthy as a horse. So I actually like the opportunity that we have on podcasts to have a venue to speak about the highs and the lows because not enough people speak about the lows, like losing animals, having babies pass having adult breeders pass uh, having uh, illnesses and and mite infestations and all the all the ups and downs of it and how we're all in the same boat and we all share the same experiences and more people need to know that things like that are okay even though we try our damnedest to not have them happen um so i feel like 2023 was very big for me in that um, one of my goals was to get more uh subox the transpicos rat snakes and i did uh uh I, I finally feel confident that I've dialed them in. Um, I moved this year. I moved. I mean, it was across town from one city to the next city over, but I still have to move a huge collection with a crap load of venomous. So getting licenses together and expenses of moving. But at the same time, you know, those are the lows. The highs are I get to redesign my room and really bring my desert arid room together and put the govies where they need to go. Can you guys hear that siren in the background? Yep. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, fucking city. Um, so that in itself was a, a mission and an excitement and and trying to get the humidity levels right because outside the room, it's 80% humidity, but inside the room, it's only 35 and it's super hard to do and learning tips and tricks from friends and industry personnel and industry professionals to kind of blend everything together i felt like this year was was really cool for me in terms of keeping newer species dream species and really getting my room where i want it even though i don't plan on staying here forever i plan on moving and, and changing the room again but to finally be able to put all the animals in one room dial this south carolina yeah, man, hardly, my friend. But 
I felt like everyone was said, oh, 2023 is going to be my year. And then come 2024, they're like, 2023 sucked. I'm like, no, man, 2023 was actually great, at least for me. And experiencing more things with my friends and animal observations and herping. And it was just, it was a good year for, for me and a good year for my reptile world, if you will. So I'm super happy about that. Got some herping in, got some new species to tick off the list. And, uh, and more stiletto snakes like rock and roll african garters never thought i'd ever have an african garter now i got yeah, one those are badass, yeah. literally eats anything i put in front of it so I, I'm, I'm blessed in that regard so hell yeah <sighs> sorry if that was a bit rambly i just kind of it, throw, throwing all the pistons out at once you know that's what i want cheers cheers to phil cheers tank dude your reptile interests and your personal life are so diametrically opposed <laughs> like you would think like do you are a humid florida creature yeah in all of your other lifestyle choices bro and you like venomous things so you would think you would <laughs> just have like what do you have it's like oh i built a temple for my temple vipers i'm a swamp creature and it's like no i like arid grassland animals in this yeah. place that doesn't have arid grass i know like, <laughs> i know and what's crazy is hard you, choice you hear about people that have a infatuation with a habitat because of the species within it i like x arboreal x tropical species from x tropical land and they go there and they fall in love well for whatever reason i've just always had this this intrigue with the desert and the arid world and going to places like west texas and new mexico and arizona and southern utah dude it's it's addictive and like being in the landscape and like sharing that with my friends and seeing species i keep and want to keep in the wild like dude i'm a desert rat stuck in a swamp but <laughs> i grew up here my family's here my friends are here my work is here so like i don't see myself really ever leaving florida but if i did it would a thousand percent be towards the desert so just maybe not africa per se <laughs> <laughs> oh jakey you're up baby what's up baby oh man I mean, dude, 2023. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with Phil, man. 2023 was awesome because he had yeah. his freedom again. <laughs> I've had that for two years now. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you really like let it yeah. flourish. This yeah, year. you I did really, a lot of herping this year, man. I did. I, I really hit my stride this year. You know, it's, you know, I, I pretty much I had a down like two, three years, you know, and so this year was a huge up. For me you know and uh it was good i i you know it would, obviously there was down times you know i had a few animals that rolled on me unexpectedly but that kind of happens luckily it was nothing no cornerstone animals not downgrading any of my animals i love every single one of them but you know it wasn't like nido ran through again and destroyed everything that i had built so um but yeah man i mean 2023 was just i mean it was all good dude i mean you know i, I produced colubrids for the first time this year and um it's i was gonna say man you really brought longleaf into its fruition like yeah. you know yeah. you had a you had a plan for a longleaf and you had a, a an idea of what you wanted to sculpt it into and you did it you really you, you honed it and you buffed it and you polished it i love it yeah man i mean that's that was really the goal for this year and i feel like i you know there's still a lot of work to be done you know there's a lot of stuff you know still growing up but man i i just 
I couldn't I couldn't be happier with this year, man. You know, I produce some locality rat snakes, and that's always going to be my main focus with what I do. And um, I, I I'm over the moon about it. You know, I did a lot of lot a lot of herping this year, and uh, went to I think I think I herped Florida three times this year. Um, went to Georgia all all over the place here. I had friends come and see me more this year than ever before. You know, Jack, uh, Jack Oliver came and hung out with me twice. And, uh, Chris Montross came down, you know, um, went and saw sky a few times. Uh, Daytona was just off the charts. Amazing again, you know, it's and, great Daytona. Yeah, it was man. Yeah. Everything was great, you know? And, um, you know, this, this year, man, it was, it was just over the moon, man. I, I really couldn't be happier with it all. And, you know, hopefully we just, we just want to keep it up and keep, keep, keep the upward, yeah. upward movement, you know, and hopefully 2024 is, you know, even better, man. I got a lot of big plans for 2024 and I added, God, man, I added stuff that I never thought I would have, you know, yeah. uh, you know, thanks to Chris this year, I added, you know, Northern pines and black pines and, all those, I mean, those were dream species for a long time. And, you know, to look over and have them sitting in the rack next to me, man. I mean, it's, it's unlike anything, you know, and, uh, big thanks to Chris Montross and hooking me up with <laughs> some of the best locality stuff in the game, man. And I'm just, I, I'm over the moon. I'm so thankful for you guys, everybody who listens, all the people that have really meant something to me this year and stuck with me through my two years of bullshit so <laughs> you know you know uh, the jake that i hung out with in daytona this year and the jake that i hung out with in daytona in 2022 were two different people and i, <laughs> and I was really proud uh to be Thanks, seeing man. a friend grow uh emotionally physically you you, you seem healthier you're in the yeah. right mind space uh you know you're doing things with your collection you've been talking about for years uh proud to call you a friend i know we beat you up a little bit but that's because you can take it now you know what i mean <laughs> you're, you're in that you're in that right place where where, yeah, where we can do that thousand percent and, 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 yeah, so 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 happy to see the growth that you made, and, and again, like I said, I really am proud to call you a friend, man. You, you killed it this year for sure, Thanks. dude. Look Better. at the tubs in the background, man. Look at all them tubs. Yeah, look at you, baby. Look, look at all them guys. tubs, baby. Give, give me a cheers yeah, for Jake got, right here. Got a whole, a whole cheers for Jake. Cheers, cheers Tank. for Jake. Appreciate Jake. It, Jake should know by now that when I give him a hard time, <laughs> it's it's purely out of out of love and because I I never had a younger brother, so I got it. <laughs> I was the younger brother, so I gotta, I gotta figure out a way to scratch that itch a little bit. Well, I was too, so you know, I'm the youngest of four, so it's uh, nothing new for me. But <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you fellows more than anything, more than more than y'all could ever realize, man. It, it really, this this whole whole thing has been a wild ride, and it's been it's been a lot of fun, you know. And I'm just, I'm excited to see what next. Lord knows how many years got. So. Yeah, maybe maybe the next time you come to Florida, you'll call your good fucking buddy Phil. <laughs> I always go. I stick to more like central, man. You know, I'm in that. What? I don't area. have a car. Oh, you want to come up? Yeah, dude. I mean, you're always invited. Man. Although I, we are, we're already planning a South Florida trip for 24. Oh, so. it didn't call me. Not yeah, yet. Not <laughs> news yet. to me. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you never go. I don't want to hear about it. I have. So there, if there's anything I learned from this past year, it's that I accrue plenty of vacation time. I just never effing use it. Yeah. You so should. now I, now I have an excuse, like I'll have to use it. Cause if I don't use it, I lose it. So yeah, that's good. You got to, you got to use yeah. that vacation time. That's, 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 that's yeah, one buddy. thing the company owes you, man. You got to take that time yeah. off. 
that's why I go all the time, man. I get paid vacation, you know, every paycheck I get like six hours now. So I'm like, dude, I'm, I go and do whenever I can. Yeah. At the end of the year, I don't got much, but God damn it. I'm, I'm living my life through it, man. You know, my dad always gives me shit. He's like, you're never at work. And I'm just cause I'm doing stuff. You know, I don't, yeah. I'm not going to live my life at my job. Jerry you know? Seinfeld actually once said the man who dies with the least amount of miles on his Porsche, uh, loses. Uh, so may not just be a Porsche, but it's talking about traveling, getting out there, using the things yeah. you have, uh, spending that time for you. Uh, you know, we, we put all them hours into work. I know all, all, all five of us do, uh, use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, if you go down, you got the least amount of miles on your car. Uh, you lost man. You know what yeah. I mean? Get out there, do it, experience that world. It's all yours. I yeah. put, I put 50,000 miles on my Tacoma in less than three years. Hell yeah. Herbert, baby. <laughs> That's just going, Herbert. baby. I put 29,000 miles on the forerunner in one year. <laughs> there you wow. go. There I, you go. Nice, nice. It's that also nice you're driving to Daytona and you live in Texas. Yeah. Also, yeah. for the town next to me, it's a you know 500 mile round trip. So, Jesus. <laughs> it's like that, 300, but yeah. That reminds yeah. me of a famous line from the Spaghetti Western, The Good, Bad, and the Ugly, when Eli Wallach says, uh, why why work for a living when all you do is kill yourself working that's right man that's I, it man i know you know you may not you know like i said my dad always gives me shit you know he's like you never got time at the end of the year and i'm like i don't really care you know i use that and i spend it with the people that i care about and I oh yeah it. yeah you know I, i've been i traveled a lot i think i traveled more this year than i ever have you know i went to florida for snakes specifically i think four times I was there f six times this year, I think, you know, and it's just, you know, you got to live. Never once with Phil. Uh, Daytona. <laughs> All right. You got me on that one. You Playing got me that on that guilt thick. It's, and it's not just you. It's Sky. It's, it's, it's Harry. It's everybody. Okay. It's, Mr. Working crazy yeah. schedule can yeah, never right. take off point. work. That's you not know? Point. <laughs> Semantics. I, I tell you what, man, next time, next time I go down. I'm going to call you. And when you say you, you can't, you can't hang out because you're working. I never want to hear shit ever again. That's fine. That's fine. But I, I was talking to Boca Joe and uh, he said that you're going to come down and we're going to hit some Southeast coasts. So yeah, let's do it. dude. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm definitely down. Oh, is it Chris's turn? I think it's Chris's turn. Am I next? Oh goodness. Uh, well, oh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a, I, I'm very optimistic. So 2023 was amazing for me. Uh, there were a few downs, there were a few lows, but not going to focus on them today. Uh, I, I did, I did say one thing at the end of last year, and I said my year would be made if I if I produce uh, Pitchiophis vertebralis, and I did. Uh, that was such a such a weird ride, seeing how they breed, when they breed, how they interact together, realizing that you kind of just keep them together and they do their thing. Uh, what a species to see those babies come out of the egg! It it it, it, it defined my year. I still think just walking in and seeing the first one's pip, you know, like 72, 74 days to hatch and uh, just wow. Uh, very, very few things can it can replicate that feeling in, in a hobby. Uh, I got lucky with a few of my alternative projects. I got more uh, more of my Dark Knight project babies. I still have. I haven't. I've really released any, but I did a couple to friends. Uh, but yeah, I mean, produced too many snakes. I definitely, definitely realized that. Produced like 230 snakes this year uh, in, in a year when it was a little tougher to move them out of the house than I thought. Still got a lot of babies left, but not, you know, we can, we can keep those babies. Don't produce something you're not planning on keeping. Uh, 
my sister or my sister ah my daughter got into breeding we bred the leopard geckos uh did find out that my allergies uh do reach all the way to mealworms and it turns out the mealworms are just <laughs> the worst thing in the world for me Jeez. uh so that that project may be shifting to something else but that's kind of going to be in my daughter's hands uh but beyond that i got to i got to man spent some good time with some good friends again see, seeing you know uh smitty phil and jake seeing you guys in uh in daytona you know bill hopefully one of these years i'm gonna hug you there too uh and, and seeing uh, everybody I have a grow. plan good I hope, I hope it happens I have a plan we love to uh, I, I got to i got to see you know smitty absolutely flourish with the new business that he's that he's doing amazing with i got to see phil uh produce some of the most wonderful podcasts i've ever listened to in my life uh, i got to see jake uh flourish as a human just just overall like i said overarching emotionally and just as a as a person owning a collection and, and enjoying it uh bill i got to see you go away for a while but still come back uh and, and still and you still had the drive you still and you know, i still you know that that uh, I, i'm back podcast i don't remember exactly what you called it and i know we're not talking about podcasts necessarily right now but just knowing that you still had your your uh your heart in it you know i, I sent a couple reptiles to you this year and i and seeing your kids man you get you gotta get them you gotta get your kids on the podcast because I know they're gonna be great just like you and hell let them let them do the podcast. I, yeah, dude, you. we we talked about this before. I don't know if it was yeah, off I'm air or not, but having kids, dude, kid shows, man, they're in. Dude, I tell you, my daughter would listen. Uh, and you know, she still is excited. She asks about those critters, how they're doing. Uh, but but man, just just seeing everybody around me, it, tightening up some of the friendships I had. Uh, people like Harry, uh, Harry, who's become a close friend of mine. Uh, even even Jason Keller, who I, I'm gonna I'm gonna trash talk, and really actually get to sit down and, and hear his amazing stories and his collection and what he does, and, and finding out the dude's just this amazing keeper with he's like really you know you 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 meet him it's he's crazy, a little rough man. around the edges, but that, he's, that the, he's the fucking Kenny Powers of the reptile world. Yeah, dude. and and he and he dude and he knocks it out of the park. Uh, people like like Joe Rosa, uh, who, who's a good friend of ours on on the you know the corn stars section of things. Dude, in March, sent me just a case of beer just to tell me he loved me. Uh, just I, I, these are things I'm never ever gonna forget. Uh, see, seeing people like Alex Horvath, uh, you know, see his collection flourish. Uh, Chris from Black Snow Reptiles producing corn snakes for the first time, uh, stuff like that. Nice just, things oh, to do with that, like dude. Right, <laughs> some beggars. Uh, it, uh, seeing people like Eric Westmoreland uh, go through a trepidatious time, uh, you know, fighting some legal battles. Uh, but still holding his head up high, still taking it on full time, still busting his ass, and 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 this is this is just a scratch on the surface. Seeing people like Billy Hunt uh, tell you that he had a bad year with the biggest smile on his face, say we're still getting this, I'm still on the grind, knowing that he's gonna do even better next year. Uh, seeing Phil uh, in this maturated uh, relationship, knowing that he's getting married, uh, getting to spend some time with uh, Anna Marie. I may have just said her name wrong. I'm sorry, uh, but. Uh, but just just seeing seeing these things flourish, this family that we have is just growing. It is constantly, constantly getting bigger and better. And th there's names I left off. Obviously, getting to spend some time with the uh, uh, Skyler in, in Daytona was beautiful. Uh, it's just so many great things happened in the family. Yes, we had bad times, Justin. That that egg didn't make it all the way. The chance that didn't happen. But look at you, you rhino rat snakes. You've been talking about rhino rat snakes. For years, I'm tired of hearing about rhino rat snakes. <laughs> no, you got babies. <laughs> now, you, now you got baby, babies hanging off your fingers. Uh, you know, uh, new new things happening across the board for everyone. And, and, and damn, I've been quiet, right? I've been off social media. I haven't been chatting with everybody that much. I am back on. My sabbatical is over. Uh, we got we did more episodes of Corn Stars this year than we we ever thought we were going to. We got everybody across the board had amazing guests. 
I just, you know, it, it, this passion, everybody, you know, maybe I've, I've taken a little bit of a, of a break from my social outreach, but my passion and love is just constantly growing, man. And I just love seeing where the family's, where the family's at, right? It's, You're not it's, missing it's much on the social media front. Man, nah, <laughs> I hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm with <laughs> it, bro. That's, that's why I text. That's why I text you when I need you, Chris. Yeah, I'm right here. Just right on the phone. Baby. Love it, love it, dude. Glasses for Chris. Glasses yeah. For Chris. Cheers, guys. Oh, and one thing I did forget to mention during my segment, real quick. Uh, this was the first year I produced anything since 2020. Wow, yeah. excellent, yeah. man. Excellent. A long time coming. So, hell yeah. Excited about that. Bill, give give us some insight yeah. on your 2023. Here, Bill. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, ended 2023 with uh, bearded dragon eggs and cooling snakes. Weird. Um, yeah, so that'll, that'll be interesting for the start of next year. Uh, got a bunch of random stuff from all sorts of people in the chat, uh, including Chris, of course. Finally got uh, Indy a murder pickle baby. So super stoked on that one, of course. Awesome. Awesome. What else? Yes, I do complain to my kids all the time that they need to get on it for the invertebrates and the turtles yes. and the podcast. Um, Walter actually got quite a few uh, turtle species this year. And with me bouncing around for work and doing all the craziness that I'm doing, uh, a bunch of our uh, updates and cool stuff was them, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Indy's invertebrate collection is still uh growing she randomly gets new stuff uh, a lot of her stuff started out small so for her it's getting to uh mature molts and getting to uh sexing things and and finding out what we actually have as far as boys and girls uh with the tarantulas and those of you in the chat who aren't nerds for that that starts to impact lifespan so as we get you know ultimate molts for males and stuff we got to start making different plans for species and and yeah. things like that so she has a little more planning on that um she's changing the way she does roaches so there'll be a, a little bit more on that front she has several different species and, and she's screwing around with that um, we did the black box stack which is pretty sweet uh, went arcadia got the pet bat drops went vivtech for the uv yeah. the whole nine for all that that was pretty cool yeah just mix and match I was able to actually, while we were, or I was trying to get all this nonsense to the laptop set up, uh, my Facebook was dinging. I was able to donate uh, some animals to my alma mater and actually have animals ready to donate to them again. And the one professor had a picture of her young son playing with a, one of the blue tongue skinks that we sent to them. And so that's great. We have some, some more animals set for them. They had, some kind of crappy luck where people swipe some stuff and there were some issues. It's a college. People are dumb. Um, yeah. But they are like pretty transparent about it. Like, hey, good. Kind of like us, you know, hey, good stuff happened. Bad stuff happened. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing on their social media. And then I, <laughs> I get like tags and comments and texts and stuff. And it's like, oh, hey, you know, so and so they lost the sand boa at the school or whatever. And I'm like, that's cool. I got a list of stuff ready to go to the school. So um, yeah, for us, it was way more given stuff to the school. We took in, um, we took in quite a few animals this year. So the, the rescue that we are originally affiliated with uh, closed 
and there is a new one, but they're based out of Wisconsin. And so yeah. for folks in Illinois and that just, we're still kind of the only social media active doing shows uh, folks left from the Illinois based uh, rescue. And so when you're the forward face, you get all the calls. So we had a lot of stuff come in that way. We just recently had a, like 37 animal, like a lot of animals come in. Uh, and it was weird stuff, chameleons, dart frogs, things that are, you know, more uh, difficult to take care of. So the last time I was home, we were setting up all that. And now the kids and Teresa are, are working on keeping that going. Um, yeah, man, just mix and match. And we don't nearly breed and the the way that you guys do so it's weird for us to have eggs and things cooling and that's strange um so yeah it's it was really good uh when we talk about the going forward thing i'll talk more about that but i'm probably headed back that direction so 2024 awesome. will be very different um ooh, and it will possibly impact 2024 but 2023 obviously a bunch of our friends did a bunch of cool stuff with books and i think i got all of them <laughs> um so yeah I, I massively added to my library this year hell yeah i have a yeah. i have a hamilton books order coming probably right now awesome. so yeah um my no, book was really for, good. Uh, my copy of, of doc lopeman's book got came in today and i'm really excited to crack into that one man just flipping God, through it i'm like so excited yeah. well i got an amazon gift card for my birthday and i was like what am i going to use this on and then i saw it pop up and i was like oh that's it's on amazon now yeah really awesome I'll send you the link oh yeah bill i, I never got to ask you in any of your work travels did you get to do any herping any kind of even like backyard yeah. flashlight herping nice so um for work, I have spent a lot of time in the Southwest this year. Uh, I'm currently in Tucson. Uh, it's pretty crappy weather even down here for that kind of thing. But uh, there are actually are still random toads and some little stuff awesome. cruising around. Um, and I uh, go pretty far south. And so I see more things than a lot, um, a lot of Americans probably see. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And yeah, the, the last time I was here was early summer, saw all kinds of cool stuff, Gila's, uh, Mexican black king snakes, not in Mexico officially, and um, all, <laughs> all kinds of uh, species in the Southwest. So that was really cool. I ended up in Yuma, got to hang out there, saw a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I was at the start of the tarantula migration. That was pretty sweet. See a bunch of nice. males cruising around. I was at the start of the monsoon season last time, so I got to see all the toads wake up and just army their way across the highways. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, and Brandon did almost kill me when we stopped for that tiny Aatrox. Um, <laughs> everybody out here herps in like forerunners and little cars, and I was sitting in the back seat because that makes perfect sense. And... Uh, <laughs> But I, I'm not from here, so I want to see everything. And like I'm, I'm sticking my face out the window, and you know, I'm, I was all about it. It was a blast, and uh, yeah, it was a hard stop for that tiny snake, and I was not, <laughs> I was not prepared. Um, no, that was super cool. Yeah, the last time I was here, they took me out. Uh, we had a blast. Uh, I got to see all their cool spots, and 
probably because I won't ever remember how to get back to them. So they showed me all the secret spots. Nice. Uh, I, I got to participate in the, are those headlights following us? Don't stop here. We don't want to show them where these frogs are. Go around the corner. And, <laughs> um, that was funny. That was a good time. And, and yeah, man, that like, that was a big part of it for me was I just met those dudes and was like, Hey, yeah. get in the car. And, and that literally like, Oh, this is the only place you can find this frog. Do you want to go? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. and bro, they just took, yeah. they just drove straight there and we're like, yeah, stick your face in here. There's some frogs. <laughs> yes. Let's go. <laughs> That's great. Um, so that was cool. Just like super open and accepting. Um, Dustin just randomly let me into his house when I look like this. That was pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. Um, no, and it was cool, man. Like that, it, he was super uh, accommodating. Showed me his whole collection. We were talking about different snakes and uh, the things. You know, oh, I've seen this or haven't seen that. And you know, he's talking to me um, about some of his animals. And it was one of those. Oh yeah, check out the, you know, the iridescence or whatever. And he was like, no, let's take it in the backyard. You know, and yeah, man. Just, Oh, he was super excited to show me everything. I was. His collection is ridiculous. It's stupid, right? It's just um, stupid. such a damn good job with it. Yeah. Well, God. So his room and I'm I'm weird. I'm, I'm used to of a building, right? So it's do you different. see his person of the year plaque? <laughs> well, but so here's the thing, though, is you go in his room and it's it's long and kind of narrow lot you know different drawers and setups and stuff a lot of super cool setups and so you're just kind of like turn and he oh well, look in this corner and then over here and uh, you know and bro every time he did that it was like a thing i hadn't ever seen in real life and then he was like oh yeah let's just get it out and that you know and <laughs> it was like every second thing was the first time i've ever touched the thing was yeah. he's like oh yeah it's over here and then i got like three do you want to you want to hold one and you know um yeah just a super accommodating dude with a, a killer collection that he was very open to just like yeah man open drawers look at stuff i, I don't care let's check it out um yeah super good dude oh, yeah um awesome. and the same way like freaking chris when i was talking to him and i was like oh yeah me and indy been talking about a murder pickle this whole time and he was like well mail's coming it's time yeah <laughs> um no and, and everybody in the our freaking group chat is like that and you know people will post things or whatever and i just start talking to people and i'm like well i'm gonna paypal you some money and uh we'll see you when the mail gets here and that's you know kind of how i spent my year um, hell yeah yeah just kind of digging further into our community i guess um yeah which yeah it was a blast yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Tink. Cheers to Bill. Cheers to Bill. Cheers to Bill. Switching to the shaker cup. <laughs> Let's go, baby. All right. Um, biggest accomplishment of the year. One, two, three, go. Not everybody at once. That's right. <laughs> oh, and I got a bunch of Fulvia shirts. Yeah. I have I have yeah. a lot of Fulvia shirts that I have purchased Fulvia shirts for my kid, my wife, and many of my friends. Oh yeah, Teresa likes the gold, so I just I messaged Justin and I was like, I need all of the gold shirts. 
Daniel, shout out to Daniel. Saying yeah, not dying. Daddy, yeah, yeah, not not dying. Hey, she, we I'd survived another Daytona. Rather yeah. be six foot over, not six foot under. Let's go, That's baby. <laughs> Some of us aren't six foot, so fuck we three can, of you. And actually, yeah, we can, we can tell by your mustache. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. I'm, taller, I'm taller than Phil. Okay, I'm compensating with the mustache. <laughs> I don't know who you talking to. <laughs> I don't know. Phil. I don't know if Jake remembers this, but there was there was a time. I don't know if it was this Daytona or last Daytona, the one before that, when I I made a short joke as if I was taller than Jake, and Jake's standing next to me. And he's like, "Wait, wait a minute." I'm taller than you. <laughs> it's it's an optical illusion. Doesn't matter where Phil's yeah. at. He's taller than everyone. There, there you go. That's no, it. I'm not. Just want to point out that uh, Nature for You has commented that they submitted two manuscripts this year. Oh, nice. nice. So now yeah. the question is, whose not. name was on them, or were both names on them? That. Nice. You know, Ty rolls with an iron fist in that house. Yes, Legit. that's why I asked. <laughs> Iron fist, wooden spoon, all of the above. Oh, for those of you who do order things from the Nature for You folks, just so you're aware, uh, should you choose to do a family friendly, child oriented educational uh, business, and then when you go to libraries and you bring your book collection to help show those libraries, uh, make sure it is the books that Scott and Ty didn't sign to you personally, because then you have to remember <laughs> oh. and run to the back of the room to grab those books so the kids don't read them. That's what you yeah. have to do. <laughs> may have done that. May have done that twice. Oh, geez. God That's only awesome. knows. All right. Well, Smitty, what's your accomplishment? Yeah, biggest accomplishment, baby. Let's go. Top one. Hmm. I feel like there's one I'm really forgetting for some reason. And I, but I, I would say. Like, I was going to say, I feel like all of us have lots. I would say go to the one that just is right there, you know? She grabs you by the balls. <laughs> Shut up, James Hetfield. <laughs> <laughs> I said he's got a James Hetfield Circle Black album mustache going on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to brush it sometimes. Yeah. Makes you feel smarter, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I do yeah. it all the time. Home, I do. Um, for me, um, it's going to be a toss up between hatching those rhinos and getting that female chondro to kind of get the ball rolling on those again. Hell yeah. I'm so stoked for know. more chondros, man. I think it was one so of those things, like, I'm a firm believer of, of if something's supposed to happen, it will, and sort of the way that whole thing sort of lined up and just sort of worked out. Um, you know, it was one of, it's one of those things now where, where when stuff like that pops up, you know, I tell myself, like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then it just wasn't supposed to happen, you know, so... It uh, this everything sort of aligned up just right for that to to work out the way it did, and so hopefully that in twenty twenty four is going to be a good a good conjure year. You know, this time next year because I'll have the stuff that I was trying to pair up this year that was just you know wasn't wasn't quite there yet. Um, I think it'll all be primed and ready for for twenty twenty four. So we'll see, but that's that's probably the. The top one, at least in terms of stuff I'm sort of most excited about going into next year is, is 
you know, being able to, to breed condors again. So awesome. awesome. I um I had so much cool stuff this year and like everything with friends and family and animals and work stuff and just everything. But I feel like a lot of it was cool, good stuff. But the one thing that honestly like I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe other people feel differently, whatever, but on having Marco Shea on Venom Exchange Radio twice. Dude. Like Yes sir. Dude. That was that was a, a, a big that was a big deal for me. And I don't even I don't know if anybody I mean, I know you guys listen to it, but like I don't if nobody listens to it, like who cares? Like it was just awesome. And having Nipper be the liaison of friendship and it not be like not just be an interview like it was just dude sharing a pint yeah. having conversations yeah. from the last in my opinion the last great adventurer like that man is the last great adventurer and it it still who by the way is still adventuring yeah, yeah. legit and still adventuring in, yes not yeah. in an insulting way he's an elderly gentleman yes and is still cruising man yeah yeah. Loves it. Yeah. 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 So I think that of all the cool stuff that happened to me with with me this year that I'm happy and proud about, I think that one just like Jake said, just grabs you by the cojones, you know. And uh that was a wild ride, man. Two episodes, fucking nuts. Dude, on that, as soon as I saw episode two was available, I was like, Yeah, yeah. Like, where is that? Where's that? It's like drop everything. Yeah. It was a and, great thing. I mean, dude, I, I'll say those two episodes, best podcast episodes of of the year. Thank you, of, bro. Of, of the network, in my opinion. Thank like, you, bro. Those were yeah. just, I loved every second of both of those shows. Thanks, man. Thanks. Amazing. We are, we are not the favorite podcast of the year yet, Jake. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I said episode and episodes. Okay. No, that was Phil. That was. A hell of an accomplishment, and yeah, awesome. it, it, it was so natural. Yeah, that's that's what made it so good. Yeah. Never have so I wanted natural. more from a yeah. like. They weren't long enough. Like that was no, no dude. They, it was yeah. oh, it was over like that. Phil know? and I have talked about this a handful of times since, and I'm like, dude, I I just I want to be a fly on that wall. Like I just want to hear him talk. I don't care what he's talking about. Yeah, I just want to hear him talk. You know, more. And it's like. God, it's just the amount of stories and stuff that guy has. It's just, I feel like you could you could have a ten hour long podcast and you still would would need more, you know. And what's yeah. crazy is I I there really isn't anything edited out of the second episode, but the first episode we uh there's probably forty minutes to an hour that got cut out because because it's just release the why, wolf cut. Why would you release the wolf cut? How <sighs> dare you see that right there? You're dangling in front of because it's just three herpers drinking man it was it was yeah that's that's exactly what we want to hear i know i know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, such a tease but uh it was awesome it was it was a a a monumental experience for me so jake what do you got boy oh man like this year was just full of highlights man you know um obviously number one was just the fact of producing snakes again for the first time in three years you know um last snakes i produced were my clutch carpets in 2020 and 
this year. I, I tried for more, but I ended up with two and that was more than enough. I was beyond happy with that, you know, producing some awesome locality rat snakes. So that was by far the biggest highlight of this year, um, without a doubt. And then, you know, just all the all the herping adventures, you know, especially with, with our boy down there, Sky, man. You know, he, he showed me a really good time this year when herping with him a couple times. And it was just, you know, it was all good. And the process, I crashed his dirt bike. So, was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you got a chin strap now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck you. No, uh, <laughs> safety first. Yeah, right. No, man, it was it was all just it was so good, man. It's so hard to pinpoint one thing, man. It, it was just it, it was amazing. But and as Chris Montross said prior to, I added more Deckard's rats to the collection this year. So that's definitely definitely up there. Awesome. Highlights. Oh, me and Montross are going to a Creed concert at some point. Oh man, really? That's that a cool. highlight. Keller will be. A I was gonna say, is Keller going too? I, feel I know, like I was Keller, Keller and Harry, fucking Harry, or yeah, shut the fuck uh, up about Creed. <laughs> God bless him. <sighs> Dude, my my girl was Blair and Creed the other day in my truck, and I was like, "Where, where's Keller and Harry when you need them, man?" <laughs> Skyler, look, I'm just happy that it's socially acceptable now. I don't have it's to hide not. the closet with my Creed. Have to hide the shirt anymore. He can wear <laughs> yeah, it right. wherever he wants. His bedazzled <laughs> jeans and chain wallet. He can wear them again. Oh God! <laughs> Please do. Oh man, I would no pay good money. Phil, Phil, I, I will, I will pay you to walk in Daytona with a chain wallet. <laughs> I thought we were the Scott Strap T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, all of it, all of it, man. If you come and creed it out, I'll, yeah. So long as Billy Hunt there, you have photo evidence forever. Oh, of course. While I'm eating, that's it's chain wallet and eating. Yeah, it's like best, one of the best parts it's about it. Gotta, the, gotta the, wear the, the cut off pictures of people off. eating mid bite. Yeah, speaking of Billy Hunt, he's the one who gave me this Gurkha Heritage uh, Maduro. Nice. So there you go, Billy. If you're watching, Billy motherfucking Hunt, Billy yeah. motherfucking Hunt. Gee, man. And I like I I don't. I'm joking though. I don't think Montross would go to a Creed concert with me because every time I use Creed for like the the audio for a, like a, a post about the show or something, he messages me angry. <laughs> So now I'm like, dude, now we got to go. And he's like, he, he probably doesn't even message you back. <sighs> Creed fucking sucks, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. There it is. I can't there keep it, it up, dude. I can't. Oh, man. Oh, no, they were bad. Dude. They're bad now. They were bad at the fucking Super Bowl. They got, they got, they got some bangers, man. Don't even. Oh, they, I mean, Don't yeah. even. Dude, Dope. windows down, blasting, baby. Blasting, man. Yeah. Oh. All right, man. <laughs> KP, you lost a friend. <laughs> uh. oh, Don't man. worry. It's about quality, not quantity, Chris. <sighs> exactly. I have been saying this for oh, seeing tool and hours. Damn it. Oh, man. <sighs> so am I next? Is it me? So, look, you know, it's, it's real easy. There, there's some on-the-surface stuff that everybody's seen, and they're going to say, Chris, you know, your greatest accomplishment this year is going to be the vertebrates. You're right. As far as the reptile stuff goes, vertebrates is what it is. Something else happened in my, in, in my life this year in 2023. I, 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 I changed my values, and I grew as a person um, with my family, with He's my wife and my daughter. 
<laughs> I, 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 uh, no, 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 definitely not that. Uh, but no, uh, you know, growing as a father, growing as a husband, uh, you know, I've been in a relationship with my wife next year will be 20 years. We've been married for next year being 13 years. And I feel like this year we, we grew closer than we, we even thought was possible. Uh, my little girl turned seven. She highlighted and headlined a, a reptile breeding project. Is she going to stick with it? I don't know. She might, she might not, uh, but it doesn't matter. I'm not going to push her to stick with it. Uh, but just, 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 just re- reassigning and readjusting my values as a person uh, this year was just better. I focused more on, on my, my love for people, other focusing on the people that love me. Uh, took this hobby a little bit, not as much face value and a little bit more as, as the intrinsic value of it. Uh, the, 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 the relationships, the people, the, the, the words, the sounds, the heart, the love. And, and it, God, it sounds like bullshit. I sit here and I say it. And I've said it in all these other podcasts, and, and then I stop and I go look in the mirror, and, and it's 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 the same. I talk to my wife about the same things, I talk to my friends about the same things. Why do I love it? It's because we all love it. Why do I why do I love it? Because I love the people that are in it. The people that are in it love me, and and that's that's where twenty twenty three was for me. Chosen uh, family. It's it's chosen family, but also grown with my internal family, right? My 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 my, my blood. Uh, it's just to, this year was better. Uh, I, I worked more hours this year than I've ever worked in my life. I I, I did more things with my time that I ever have in my life. And, I, and I'm going to sit here looking at next year and, and, and my, my damn well answer is going to be, I want next year to be just like this year. Maybe, maybe a few less baby snakes, right? We're going to do a few less baby snakes this year. Uh, but yeah, I, but also every one of those babies thrived. Uh, every baby started eating. Everyone uh, did better. Uh, and, and I was, I, I still, I still completed the task uh, stress, stress involved, but uh, God, just, just, just growing. Uh, you know, almost 40 years old. And I, I still feel like I'm growing. And that's what, that's what 23, uh, 23 was for me. Jason Man. Keller says he doesn't like me. That's all right, Jason. I love you. Uh, Chris, Chris just made us. Jesus all loved you, like Jason Keller. It's good, man. I'm loving it. Chris that's just awesome. made, made us all look like a bunch of assholes. And that's nah, fine, dude. Nah, I'm We're like, oh, I'm still an we, asshole. We made some snakes. Chris is like, dude, family. <laughs> Chris is the inspiration, man. That's what is. I aspire I, for. I, I tell hey, my wife, dude, kid, what a weird. Dude, if, if you weren't at Daytona and you missed both of Chris's speeches, yes, you missed. Yes, you missed out, man. I mean, I'm what a, what a, so mad that I didn't record it, dude. How so I, we were all so enamored by it. You yes, know? I, I, I like the, the last first one. Thing, was a lot more off the about. cusp. The first one when somebody was like, "I don't even know about Billy Hunt. I don't know. I don't even know what's good about him." And I was like, "Give me the stage, baby. I've been you. waiting for this." Well, I, I love it when Chris is. They're like, they're like speech, speech, and Chris is like, "No, no, no." But if I was going to do a speech, I would say, <laughs> and it just goes into it, you know. <laughs> oh, oh Sky's got the footage. Oh, Sky's got oh, the footage. Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, have baby. To, nah. We don't have to do it. That footage made it into the chat. Did yeah, it? I made it in the chat. At one Hell point. yeah! Oh, yeah. I watched. Yeah. yeah, I hope. I hope that that was. Yeah, we let's not. I that see, doesn't need to be publicly aired. We all want <laughs> just a sliver of Chris's outlook. I've been trying for years to harness it, and, I, and I, let I, the small Chris and me come through, and I really struggle. I feel I, like it, I feel like I've grabbed just like a little portion of it. Finally, that's all you I, need, for man. The first time in my life, I, I can feel Chris. Not, <laughs> I hate to. <laughs> Not I'm gonna say the way. most trite thing ever. I'm gonna say the most trite thing ever. And and Jake, it, it, this this is gonna uh, reverberate through you. You will not love your life. You will not love the things you do, and you will not love the people around you until you truly love yourself and what you're doing. That's right, man. And Jake, that's what I'm saying. I see you grow. I, I see it personally. Uh, Justin, I see you grow too. Uh, Phil, 
Uh, you know, I, I see it. Bill, look at the funny ass shit Bill did that he's not even talking about the TikToks, which I don't have TikTok, but I, <laughs> I see the videos. You, you, you just grazed over that. You made some of the most hilarious inner circle jokes that I've ever seen. Yes. That were like appropriate. And oh. God, you do it with such a level head. And you do it with such, uh, which was it creates such a palatable thing that everybody can watch this. My kid can watch this. My wife can watch this. Everybody can watch this. And but then it stops. It's also educational, and you're also furthering the hobby by doing it. So, Justin won't love you, Chris. You don't love me. That's all right. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta love me. You ain't gonna love me back. But I'm gonna love you hard as so. <laughs> hell. But yeah, so that's. Yeah, I'm, I'm growing, but I'm growing more towards Kylo Ren than. Anything in else. the end, Kylo Ren realizes that he doesn't have what it takes. That before be or after sin. he killed his he own father, he knows. Well, yeah, you know, he knows what it takes, but he doesn't have the power to do it. You know what I mean? I, I don't I, have I power think, to be Chris levels of. Yeah, but we, with Smitty, we know you're dead, and he would beat the hell out of you, boy. He would. And I wouldn't be able to even get <laughs> with that his first eyes strike. closed and one arm behind his back. Are you kidding me? Just Old man wishes. Break his hip. I think I think Daddy said it best though. She said WWKD, and that is what I live my life by, baby. There you uh, go. Right also, there. I'm a lot older, and I and I I also went through the hard and bad and sorry and stupid and dumb and angry and mad at the world times. It's just it's being able to take man. You it all it's almost like a intergalactic travel when you take a step back and look at your life and say, hey. Maybe maybe I do have a little bit more control over this. Maybe I do have a little bit more value for myself. The second you do that, it, it just clicks, and you know. I will say uh, this is like for me. It's been definitely a as of the last couple months too. Like just overall having more gratitude for the fact that you know we in in general live in a a, a place where we can walk out of our front door and not worry about getting shot. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen some of the horrible things people do to each other. Um, like where wherever you sit on the on the fence, you know, politically or whatever, it's like there's no denying that we got it pretty good. So, yeah, trying to keep that in mind. And then uh, it's been, you know, it's been a pretty big year for me is on the on the burnout front, and I feel like I've gone through more phases of burnout this year than I have ever. You know, it's been it's been tough. I know Chris has caught some of that action because I've I've told him, you know, but yeah. you do it's, it, it's burnout's uh, real. And we don't talk about it enough. And, and, and Jake, or, or sorry, Justin, excuse me. At some point, maybe we just got to do. We just got to get together and do an episode on it. You know what I mean? Doesn't need to be a yeah. don't do a Herpeticulture Network episode. And we'll sit down, and talk about burnout, and, and sometimes just talk about those problems, talk about those feelings, whether it's live on air or it's with people. It, it, it dude, I, I feel it too. I I, yeah. I I moved on a lot of animals this year. I I had I had those nights where I came home and it was a 16, 18, 22, 24, 26 hour shift. And 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 I and I sit there and I was all the motherfucking snakes need they need water, you know what I mean? But after my kid gets her water, after my wife gets her dinner, after after you know, after after that light that ain't screwed in, gotta screw that motherfucker in first, and and then you still you know you you gotta do it, and it is hard. Yeah, it is hard when you're taking care of a hundred, two hundred, three hundred little lives, and you got you gotta realize you gotta take care of your life first. It's gotta be immaculate first. And uh, anyways, yeah. I don't know. That's that. Bill, what you got? Hit me with that 23 action. Well, nothing now. Bill's <laughs> <laughs> like, how do I follow that? We should have had Chris go last. Yeah. Oh, that, was, that was not. Yeah. Well, after following my monk friend here, I was a loser. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there like, it is. What... 
Um, yeah, man. I would say reptile wise, uh, highlight of 23 was actually collection stuff for us. So nice. we um, we have two alligators and they came to us through not great um, situations. Both of them came like rescue, weren't supposed to have them type of deals. And this year um, was our first full year of like really getting them on our program, I guess, sure, or, sure. or, you know, just yeah. in our setup with the lights, with the, the whole nine. And um, the last time I was home, we were just, you know, everything we tong feed the whole, you know, all the normal stuff. And uh, they're both on it. They both, they both do it. They come, they know where the food is. They know who we are. They, you know, they're, they're on the program. Um, so that was a big deal for us was um, because they're so long lived. And with all the the deals with crocodilians where they, they're really good examples of plasticity in the sense that you can really treat them like crap. And then as theoretically, <clears throat> sorry, they should end up as sort of close to being adults or, or average, you know, size and things like that, even if they had traumatic early lives. Um, so I talked to a whole bunch of crocodilian nerds over the last couple of years, and um, they're both on track. So it looks like they should end up as, you know, average, regular old adults with no, yeah. um, long lasting issues. So that was really cool awesome. on Hell the yeah. collection front. That's a, I don't know. That's a weird one where it's like, well, I really hope my alligators grow up healthy. <laughs> you know? Um, no, but that's, that's the truth, especially when they came yeah. from not normal situations. Like it's not yeah. like you went out and bought babies, you no, know? No. And, so. and like we had, um, you know, we have had Cayman come to us through the same route that did not um, thrive that uh, we lost two of those, um, which is a much more common story, of course. Sure. And, um, so yeah, we still were. One. <laughs> we were. I still got an alligator stabbing turtle waiting for you, buddy. Oh, um, those are we, so rad. Those are so badass. Um, and yeah, I mean, and that type of stuff, like our our giant stuff, is you know continuing uh, to thrive and grow and be dinosaurs. But um, yeah, so on the collection front, it was that. It was those two getting, you know, with the program, and it looks like um, they're just going to be you know, giant dinosaurs that we probably shouldn't have in our basement, but whatever. Nice. nice. And <laughs> yeah. um, how's, how's the temperament? Are they acclimating to you guys or no? Yeah, they, um, they still like, they bask and run. Um, but it, once you pick them up, you know, they're pretty cool. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't want to be held. You, you got to commit, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a lot like, you know, when people talk about, you know, large iguanids, big monitors, things like that, like at some point you just got to hug that thing to you and suck it up, dude, right. like, you know, yeah. and let them get used to it. They want to sit on things. They, they don't want to fly, you know, they're, they're yeah. not made for it. Yeah. And so they want to be, you know, supported. wear long sleeves and let them sit on you. That's part of the, you know, kind of how it goes. Sure. Um, so yeah, they're, they're much more used to it. They, they, we use, you know, huge, long tongs but i use silver so they see it they know the deal yeah um they eat croc chow if if we want to use croc chow nice. we usually use you know chicken and normal stuff but they do both um so yeah they're they're pretty 
into the system. Uh, when we do shows, um, they tolerate mouth taping, just, you know, normal. It doesn't do anything. They don't care. Um, and like, even like now, even taking the tape off, I just take it off. Like, I don't, yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, I don't want to get bit. Nah, man, just take it off. It's not yeah. going to bite you. If it does, yeah. don't play with alligators. Yeah. Um, How often do you feed them pizza? Uh, I don't feed them pizza. Funny enough, it's weird. And <laughs> I um, can't believe that, man. Macaroni? Uh, my son has his full long hair yeah. now, and we've uh, slowly been, he wears it up all the time. He won't ever put it down like full Fabio flow. But my uh, Teresa has been slowly convincing him to do it more often. And so uh, Indy plays guitar. And so oh, we're going to get him with the full flow and the guitar. Um, and since, oh, that's a, kind of a 2023 update, but it'll play into our stupid TikToks that Chris was talking about. Um, he found the largest soft shell turtle I've ever seen in my life. Um, she was stuck in a dried out bank of mud near our home wow. and was not not in a good way um more than likely you know that was probably her time to go if nature were left to take its course she's very elderly yeah. um yeah we don't do that so he brought it home <laughs> and um it's <laughs> it's 30 inches i mean wow. it's, it's the biggest soft shell wow. turtle I've, literally i mean literally that i've ever seen Soft shells um, are so badass. So the next the next TikTok we make where we're making fun of people is way far removed from their stupid thing. But they put uh, grilled cheese. They fed one felt fed a grilled grilled cheese to their soft shell. So he's got the flow. We're gonna give him one of Indy's acoustic guitars, and uh, he's gonna make fun of them with a grilled cheese, and then we'll love it. I hope you use the Sargento stuff, not that our, craft garbage. Our, our giant soft shell. Um, yeah, so we're still not at a million views for the retick video for TikTok. So hurry up, get on. Hurry it. Up. <laughs> um, yeah, the, no, that's still like that's still our most popular video. Was making fun of them, so I'm very happy about that. Um, <laughs> I love it, man. The the alligator with pizza video, we made fun of them, and everybody wore U.S. Arc shirts, so that was really cool. Uh, we got a lot of people to check that one out. That was really good. And then um, I'm sure Walter will, will wear a U.S. Arc shirt when he does the, the grilled cheese video. So that'll be cool. But, um, yeah, man, it's it's been a crazy year. I've been all over the country, bouncing around a lot. Um, I saw a Gila monster in person for the first time ever, the last time I was Wild. in Tucson. Hell yeah. As far as, for me, herping-wise, that's, like, the coolest thing I've ever done. Yeah, dude. Um, and I saw it, like six feet from mexico so that was like it was crawling out of some rocks in mexico it was that's awesome. that's pretty cool um i saw a mexican black king snake come from mexico into our country that was <laughs> ridiculous like it's one of those things where you sit there and you're like oh yeah mexican black king snake <laughs> and you like it just doesn't yeah it yeah. didn't occur to me that i was driving by mexico and yeah. this king snake crawls across and i was like that's a cool looking black rat and i was like wait a minute <laughs> hold up yeah i got out of, i got out of the truck and i was like yo that's a mexican black king snake oh because that's mexico but yeah okay <laughs> and so i had the oh, i had the stupid moment there those are probably my two coolest herping things of the year that's awesome um and, and that area you were at so uh kind of in that tucson south of tucson area i'm guessing uh yeah. 
all the getula kind of converge. So you have your Mexican black uh, king snakes, you have your California king snakes, and you have your splendida. Yeah. And to actually see a black one, <laughs> yeah, uh, like a like a, a real in the wild black one, because a lot of times they have a ton of pattern. Uh, you know, yeah, I did see. I did have seen a ton of splendida down here as yeah. well. So yeah, for sure, it's it was so like cool. That's so badass. You know, I'm so Midwestern that I was like, oh, black rat. I know what that is. But I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not at home. Um, but yes, actually, uh, on the Getula front, um, my other uh, highlight for 2023 herping uh, was not me herping um, unofficially because you're not supposed to do that. I pulled over a dude on the border road uh, who was herping, who had previously gone through a checkpoint, who was an elderly gentleman whose uh, license plate said Herper. And I saw cool. it. I saw it and I was like, oh, holy crap. And I was telling the other agents who were with me, like what that means. And he was super slow driving the border roads, which, you know, looks suspicious given what I do. Yeah. And um, so it was on the radio net of a late model pickup truck and it had this weird license plate and the, the guy was like yeah it says herper or something like and it kept coming over the radio net and they thought he was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing and i was like it's cool i got it so i i came up unofficially hit the lights he pulled over and he was like ah i'm not doing anything. i was like no it's cool i know who you are i know what you're doing and uh i'm one yeah, of you we, we yeah. sat on the side of the road and he showed me uh his Splendida, he is uh, a Getula nerd and was doing the the uh, gray band thing where he knows which part of the road he got his Splendida from and, and showed him to me. And he's out wow. looking for a girl. And I found a girl and it's done back here on the road. You know, where are you guys park? <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, oh, yeah. I, I know what you're doing. Um, so so other, I don't know if you see a female. Yeah. Other than don't animals. That was that's the most unique herping thing I've ever done is uh, cool. traffic stop to herper to talk to him. That's awesome. That's cool. He was he was a little weirded out. And then when I explained, yeah, opened up the cooler and got out the Splendida playing King Snake. So that's very awesome. That's so sick. Very, yeah. very cool. Um, Let's see. I'm going to take this opportunity to refill my beverage. Excuse me. You do that. Um, any plans for new endeavors next year as far as like species maybe you want to expand upon or get into that that you feel next year is kind of the the year to, to make it happen um, for me I, I definitely kind of get in the Leonis bug again uh, I have my two females definitely want to get my hands on a male um, or two you know don't want to go too crazy um, but definitely want to complete that, that group. And fortunately, both of the females I have are still very small and very young. So I've got more than enough time to, to sort of, I guess, be picky and I'll probably end up waiting until Daytona really to, to get my hands on an, another one or two of them. But, um, I think that's kind of the, at the top of the list. Other than that, uh, I'm pretty, pretty content. Um, you know, if I happen to come across some other chondros or something along the, along the way and then they'll you know get back into into that and um but corn wise i think i'm i'm pretty much set where i'm you know on where i'm at with corns and stuff and everything else so jake uh man as far as species it's 
we got a few things in mind. I don't know if they're going to happen in 2024 or not. You know, it's just kind of, I'm really trying to slow the roll on adding things. I'm at a very, very good spot with what I've got. I'm very happy with it. Um, obviously, Chris, Jan, I, any, any chance I get to add some Jan, I am probably jumping on that. I think Dustin's uh, parent is this year. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I uh, definitely, you know, super excited to add some from Daytona, man. God, I, I'm, I'm so glad I picked up that pair from Tony D. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely take any opportunity to snag some of those, um, especially from people I know. Um, Deckard's Rats, I had I had a chance to get some more from Chris recently, and I'm kind of kicking myself for not doing it, but I've got 2.2 at the moment and just kind of chilling with those, so if I can add more of those that would be awesome doubtful but and um maybe some barons depending you know uh, i what a couple buddy a couple buddies do um hopefully hopefully sky gets some and might try and snag one from him if i can pry any from his cold dead fingers um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that man you know I, i'm trying to trying to slow the roll on new additions because i'm I've got space in here, but I also try to be smart and think ahead and realize that these things are going to be adults and uh, need to have adult caging. And uh, my room will get awfully small when that happens. So <laughs> I sure hope you produce some pits this year. That's yeah, my big uh, goal for you. That's my biggest goal this year. It's my main focus. Is yes, space. Adam, it is. No, it's it's not. But whatever. Um, my main goal this year is definitely to get some pits on the ground, man. I, I tried last year. I was very hopeful, but struck out. But I, I really think this is going to be the year for those. Um, that would really just, I, I mean, I would lose my freaking mind, dude. Me too. Um, so, <laughs> I'm so yeah. stoked for you, man. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm like, anytime I think about it, I just like start shaking, you know. I'm, I'm so excited. You know, I'm pairing up albino, Florida pines. And um, some Brewster County uh, fork line gophers. So really excited for both of those. Um, even though I know the gophers are going to be the spawn of Satan. But that is that is okay. Yeah, you're not yeah. incubating eggs with those. You're incubating hatred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It, it, they're, the female, the male has got, he's pretty chill. You know, I can, I can actually hold the male now. But dude, the female is just, I mean... She she's she's a Western Diamondback without the venom, dude. I mean, she's she's, she's terrible. They could, fussy, man. they could be real fussy, dude. She is a nightmare. I mean, she's six feet of just hatred, hatred. She's huge. And just... You're really selling it for the audience. No, I mean, hey, dude, I, there she's cool, yeah, man. You, you want something that acts, kind of looks and sounds like a rattlesnake, man? These, these Brewster County Pituofas, Bubba, they they're. They'll do it, baby. She stands up, does the whole. The, it's the slow tongue flick yeah. that, that gets uh, me. You know that it, it's so cool, man. I love her to death. She's she's a prick, but like I said, hopefully the males the males temperament will get into some of those babies. But if you if you like pits and you keep them, you already know what's up. I mean, yeah. Unless you have Jan I, then you're just a smart person. Smart person. But yeah, I agree. That's all. That, that's all there is to that. Phil, do you? What we're on the? Uh, are there any species you're looking to get into next year? 
or expand upon Transpagos? Well, yeah, I definitely want to get some more Transpagos. Not, not a lot. Maybe like one or two more um, just so that when – because I figure 2025 – I'm probably going to pair stuff up in, in on the Transpecos rats. Um but I want to I want to start getting a little more that way I have a ha good handful of adults that I can really focus on. Um I there are no species off the top of my head that I'm looking to acquire because I have a lot of cool pairings I want to do this year and I've got stuff paired up right now. Well, hopefully paired up right now. They're in the same they're in the same enclosure. We'll see what happens. But um and I want to I want to make sure I have room for those things, just like Chris was saying, you know, when we produce stuff, if you don't sell it, if you don't gift it, if you don't donate it, whatever, it's home for life. So yeah. um, hopefully I get some puff adder babies. Hopefully I get some wrinkles babies. I got water pythons in the same container right now. So we'll see what happens. But uh, in terms of water, like water pythons, baby. Yeah, come Queensland's on. baby. Come on, come on, on, baby. Come on, baby. Um, yeah, I don't think I have. A, I, I'm sh this obviously we're herpers. That should could change. You know what I mean? Someone could say, "Hey, I got these. You want some?" And I go, "Oh my god, I've never seen them before." Yes. You know, thank you, Dustin. <laughs> um, or it's one of those things. Oh, I've, I've always wanted those, but no, you know that opportunity never arose itself. And then all of a sudden, you've got this new thing on the way, and you're just like, "Oh, don't yeah. mind if I do." Yeah, and that's one of those things where it's like, not to sound like a weirdo, but you always got to have a little bit of cash put aside just in case something magical pops its ugly head, you know? Um, and cage space too. Don't forget that. Um, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on uh, on enclosures more this year. You know, get the black box up and rolling, get them all decked out, doing the back the backgrounds and. That's the goal. So we'll see what happens with that. So, Bill, you're up. Ooh, I am in the enclosure boat as well. I do have some more enclosure plans, um, especially with Black Box, uh, a number of their things. The whole idea originally being that I'm predominantly a lizard nerd uh, and with folks who were thinking, you know, modular caging and racks and stuff like that was... Uh, centered on snakes i've gone the lizard route with a lot of their stuff uh, so i do have some more ideas uh, for um, our uramastics group to go into some of their enclosures and just generally uh, a few ideas i desperately want to take the six by three by three that they make uh, that is stackable and i want to stack two of them and do something stupid yeah. with them but um, hell yeah dude I, I, the Euromastics? Uh, no, that one I want to do a tegu on the bottom and my beards on top nice. and try to go lightweight with the background construction for the beards yeah. to um, save some weight for the stackable type thing. Sure. And um, yeah, just a bunch of stupid ideas that I have. And our, what is it? Seven by four by seven whatever giganto thing I have in the basement. Um, my goal on that one for this year is to get that set up for my South American stuff. Uh, I really want to have a flooded bottom with a yellow anaconda in it and a big yeah. arboreal thing with some boas sitting above it. 
yeah. uh, which will that will then make that the most dangerous thing to open in my facility. But <laughs> you know, is what it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, a ton of our my stuff for this year really is enclosure. I have um, I have something drawn up for the Gators to be a little more permanent. They aren't anywhere near needing adult sized things, but I would like to have a lot of that plumbed and thought out before they need it. Of course, um, what else do we got going on? I have the Gophers cooling that I got from Chris. Uh, Chris gets first pick, obviously. <laughs> Snow cone um, of sunshine. Yeah. And those, to be perfectly honest, will probably be trade bait and friend gift things. Um, if I can get individual genes visible, I like having that because it helps me yeah. teach, of course. Uh, I have a lavender corn and I'm cooling uh, an opal male for that exact reason, uh, being able to teach about how a lavender comes about and how it's expressed and things like that. Uh, that's kind of a, a bigger deal for us, of course, like the things that we're producing or if we produce things is so we can use them in shows or friend stuff like all of us. Um, yeah, new stuff coming in. I don't have, I have 11 pages of saved things on Morph Market. But, um, <laughs> nice. nice. No, so for me right now, I am concentrating a lot more on herbivores. Um the way our collection is going and the, and the way that we use things for shows, um, adding iguanids, adding uromastics, agama size things, or very large things are, are really what we need uh, for showing kids. We have tons and tons of snakes, you know, so that's, it's very easy to teach with snakes going from handheld to like Burmese Python size. That's, it's an easy thing to accomplish as far as the collection goes, uh, being able to teach from, you know, leopard gecko to tegu is a little bit harder when you talk about uh, pet available species. And so for us to be able to do that financially responsibly, um, going herbivore is just, it's so much easier than going carnivore. It, it just yeah. is, you know, we garden, we do all sorts of things that allow us to feed them in a, in a cheaper way that's still good for them. You know, I can, I can get calcium laden greens for all sorts of iguanids a little bit easier than I can get chicken, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where we're leaning. Um, I completely opposite to that idea, which is stupid. Um, I would like to add maybe another one or two really gigantic, stupid pythons. Um, only because in the same vein, uh, we have a very specific access to food for very large animals. And so that makes it a little easier for us to accommodate that. Um, and I, we kind of are hit or miss with the TikTok thing and, and people think it's funny or whatever, but um, I really do want to keep making fun of those people and to shame them and to stop <laughs> doing stupid things that they do. And I, I support this decision. <laughs> well, and I, I've thought really hard about it. Um, I have a couple of 2024 ideas that are not animal necessarily animal centric, but, um, yeah, I, like I, I was very seriously looking. So professionally, I probably am going home this year or I'm making every effort to go home this year. Um, I also have the potential to go elsewhere in the country and, or stay where I'm at, but move up in my organization. 
And so just professionally, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with me. Um, but like not to sound crass, but financially, that's a really good thing. So it lets me kind of do more of the silly things that I do for hobbies, reptile and not. Um, and so I would really like to kind of push that of reptile social media is in some ways stupid. And in, in a lot of ways, we're very pitchforky. We want to, you know, go after people and, and I'm using that. Like I'm, I'm pitchforky against people who are, I think are doing dumb things. There's probably people who think I'm doing dumb things, but in order to do that, I need, I feel that I need, uh, some financially irresponsible animals <laughs> and I, I want to be able somebody, I think somebody has to show how to do it right. And a lot of the people who are doing it right aren't on social media, usually by design, um, because those things are expensive or, you know, a lot of venomous folks who do the right thing don't really want public attention because I don't really want my neighbors to know that I keep cobras in an awesome setup or whatever the reason may be. Um, we are already forward facing, you know, we already have a public facility. We, we already chose to be in that uh, light. And so if we can get a few more slightly ridiculous things, ridiculous air quotes from the stance of um, pet species, but don't feed them a grilled cheese and, you know, make a couple more pizza videos or whatever. But um, with things that are a little more out there, I uh, share a lot of stuff to Teresa on Facebook Messenger and, and different things. I was sharing some crocodiles and I have shared uh, some very large cyclera, um, like, you know, purchasing adults from other people who are responsibly doing it and, and have good uh, individuals. It's really expensive. Uh, <laughs> so, you yeah. know, we're, we're a little hesitant on that, but I, I really want to, I think we do it right. And I think we, we have good examples of these things. And so, um, specifically in Illinois and specifically with shows, our big gator show off guy retired and the other person who does it uh, you know, hits him with sticks and does some stupid things we don't agree with. But that person has like 14 crocodiles and alligator. Like it's, it's hard to show the public. Don't, don't do that. Like that guy, it's not okay. You know, and they're like, well, how do you know you have a two foot alligator? Like the, the uneducated public doesn't listen. Right. You yeah. Gotta yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I think, this year, if I end if I end up home, um, it'll probably be maybe one or two ridiculous things, and then um, most of it is just going to be enclosure building. And I like that. I, I draw that crap all the time and fill notebooks and all sorts of stuff. So, um, yeah, just I don't know if I show up with a crocodile, like don't be surprised. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking love that. I do. I, yeah. I you know, I, do you have any stentosaur? Or, or, or cyclora at all? Yeah, I have uh, an adult rhino. Um, I have uh, an adult green iguana. I have not done tenosaur. Um, the one that I was looking at that was already an adult uh, was a Lewisi hybrid. Mm -hmm. And because that would allow me to teach about um, 
you know, houses are using that hybridization and different And it's things. a lot and, cheaper. Yeah. Well, not when you buy an adult. No, <laughs> so, so a lot. Um, you know, the somebody uh, just posted Rickard's babies, but I'm, I'm not going to spend car money on the babies. So that's not yeah, a thing. Um, you know, but just um, even like Cubans, you, you know, I even just to have a Cuban and explain it. And I'm, I have a weird professional life. So the uh, Joint Terrorism Task Force out of the Guantanamo Bay, uh, their challenge coin is a Cuban iguana. And so is the FBI polo. That's cool. I, I have one. So if I had that and had the iguana and was explaining, you know, it, those things, I don't know, just have more of an impact, you know. So yeah. um, our rhino iguana is awesome. And kids pet him and play with him and all sorts of stuff. He's terrified to go outside and he doesn't like he'll get in the box, but when you close it and open it, he gets scared. And so he can't travel. But when people come to the facility for shows, he, he doesn't care. He scratches them and play with them. Yeah. yeah. And our, awesome. our green iguana is the same way. They get they're just very scared of overhead things. Yeah. Absolutely. So they don't they don't want you to close the box. Um yeah. I have <laughs> this is so stupid. Um the green iguana will get in the vehicle with you and you can go places. <laughs> he just doesn't want to get in the box. Um, I really don't want to be the dude driving to the show who wrecks because the iguana did something dumb. So yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't travel with him. But he, if you don't cover his head, you don't care. Um, so, yeah, I the green iguana enclosure is big enough that I put a step stool in front of it and I let kids stand in it and they just pet him inside of it. Oh, that's um, awesome. That's badass. It's 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 ridiculous. It's so stupid. Um, so yeah, like giant stuff like that is, is a little more on it. Um, we need to do a little bit more turtle construction. Walter, um, people follow JK Terrapins or Terrapin Station Exotics on Instagram. They do a lot of really cool stuff with ramps and different construction for turtles. So hell yeah, we need to do a little bit more of that. Our alligator snappers and our common snapper are very large. Uh, our Florida soft shell is very large. Our giganto soft shell we got this year is very large so we need to um i like what they're in but i just want to give them more options to be a little more visible when people come sure um they like it because they can hide but then i have to dig through the leaves and not lose an arm to my alligator snapping turtle so i prefer to not do that yeah no noodling in captivity <laughs> yeah yeah because they know they know what you're doing like you're not a shirt <laughs> when, when, when you lean over like our alligator snapper climbs and sticks her head right up there and hey what are you doing you got you got a crack chop or a finger so um yeah, yeah our 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 next year will be a lot more about construction um i love black box stuff i've been having a lot of fun building those i have a million ideas that i can't afford so i will piecemeal oh, them you. together um some of the like the weird stuff that just came in from that the the hoarding issue um Two of those were chameleons. And when I met the black box folks at the show the first time, we talked about um, some chameleon dimensions or, you know, maybe trying to drill it or get a drainage layer or something like that. So I'm, I'm excited to try and play with that idea uh, just because the animals came to us, you know, not a, in a great route, but I have access to people who build gnarly stuff. So I, I'd like to try that. Hell yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's great. That's good stuff. KP, what up? Well, KP. yeah, so for 24, uh, 
I hope I, I hope I get this room built. It looks like it's happening. Everything, the money's in, the time is set aside. So hopefully that happens and, and it's going to be a big, hopefully caging upgrade. Uh, I, I'm not getting really any plans for more animals. It's going to be more just like upgrading the stuff I have, getting those FB90s going, uh, going to do some display enclosures, uh, watching Dustin with all of his, with his Jani and the, and the display enclosures. I'm real jealous because that's my favorite snake. And I go in my room and I don't see him. Uh, and I've, and I've got a lot <laughs> and, uh, I think it's time for that to change. Um, breeding plants. I, I'm breeding a lot less this year. I'm not doing a bajillion pairs. Uh, I do have a lot of Leonis I'm planning on pairing. Uh, they're all in the cooler box right now. Yeah. Uh, some, some new uh, localities of Alterna that I'm going to hopefully produce this year. I, you know, I had a few slugs last year, a few clutches slug out. Hopefully they go this year. Um, man, you know, I was getting, I was putting my Jan ion cooling and I was opening up the tubs and I saw my striped girl. Oh, my striped Jani girl that I produced. And she's oh, she's the right size. She's big Ooh. enough. And I looked at yeah. her and I said, "Sweetheart, you're you're gonna be you're three years old. I'm gonna give you one more year, one more year, just because I'm pretty strict on that four years for pits." Uh, so th- th- not gonna happen. I'm not even cooling them. I'm just letting her get you know maintain that size and let's stay healthy. And then we'll, we'll shoot for that f- number four. And hopefully that. God, if I, I if I just produce one more. I'll say, all right, this works. I'm going to keep going, and, and that'll be that. That'll, that you know, obviously, it's a forever project. And if she doesn't produce drives, she's still mine. You know, she's not going anywhere. Uh, and that's if when, I, when you get to send your boys some. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, if if I produce drive Jani, they're staying in the circle. Like, they're not for sale. They're only going to friends. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, you know, if I do vertebralis again this year, and they go, they're 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 cooling now. You know, female rebounded instantly. Uh, so, so if I, if I, if I got it right, if, if I've got it right, if I know what I'm doing, they should go again this year. Um, the other big one for me, that'll be a first year, four year old snakes is my leucistic, uh, Florida pines. Uh, really, really excited. <laughs> those, those are some badass animals. Uh, nothing looks like a, it's not a solid white pit, right? They're yellow and they're pink and they're orange and there's, they even have a little bit of pink pattern when they're babies, but they got these beautiful blue eyes so if I so I pop some of those out, but but other than that, really, it's just going to be focusing on what I got. Uh, you know, I, I talked about it in the last podcast I did. Uh, all my Asian stuff went to Billy Hunt. I, I've produced some awesome uh, Chinese beauties, and it's his turn to do it. Um, I've just got I got to lock it in. I gotta, I'm going to keep focusing on what I'm doing, what I'm doing right. The not that they weren't thriving, not that they weren't breeding, not that not that these things weren't beautiful animals, and it's not that I don't love them. Uh, but if, but if I'm if I'm in a position in my life where I'm saying I need more room to take care of the animals that I have better than I am doing the animals that I have a disservice by having too many. Uh, and I, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to stick with that this year. That's going to be my, my MO. Uh, you know, I, I have a few leopard gecko projects. Me and my kid are still doing, don't know how the allergies are going to work with that, especially because the mealworm problem, but we'll, we'll kind of, we'll take that day by day. Uh, I got one of them. <laughs> yeah yeah dude oh you do you have one of the, the stripes yeah uh, dude those things are badass like a, a full no morph line bridged bold stripe leos and they're beautiful uh but yeah uh it, you know it's it's gonna be slowing down taking a look at what i'm doing uh and, and expanding on what i got uh hopefully man some of the leonis i got that are gonna be pairing up this year are just some of the best <laughs> and, and uh we'll, we'll see what they do i might slug every one of them but we'll we'll, we'll try uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. That's yeah. That's, that's, Hell my, yeah. that's, that's my next year plan. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. 
Do we want to get into the person of the year? I, I think it's about I think time. We're hitting that two hour mark. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if they're still in the chat. I hope I so. don't but I haven't haven't seen them. Pretty sure they're still um, giving Justin a hard time in our group chat, so <laughs> Well, I mean who's who are we who's I think Jake, are you are you gonna go ahead and, and drop it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would actually, I would be honored. I you guys tell you me? Okay, perfect. So, this 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 gentleman is is near and dear to all of our hearts. I think it is pretty pretty safe to say. We know him. A unanimous decision, mind you. Unanimous. I mean, this yeah, was like, even, we all said it, his name first. I I said it to Justin like months ago. I was like man of the year and he's like i don't i don't disagree and i think he brought it up in the chat and everybody was boom agreed i feel like right. it was one of those things where everyone had the people they wanted to pick to like recommend right yeah and this person's name was in everyone's if yeah, not yeah. the top of you know what i mean everyone was yeah. unanimous yeah unanimous it was without discussion this this person has become not only a great friend and brother in the hobby, but he has genuinely become one of my best friends, like in outside, whatever. It's me. Um, it's Justin. No, um, <laughs> but you know, I think, I think it's all, we're all very, very grateful for him. And uh, that person is Mr. Skyler Williams. Of yeah. Hail, of hail the scales. And peach throat Big passion, cheers. the throat Big goat, Big the throat <laughs> goat. Big cheers for Sky, man. I mean, you know, it was it was an easy decision for for all of us, man. It, you know, dude, it was an easy decision. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. It literally took off thirty seconds to be like Sky, Sky. Yep, everybody. Yep, cool, done. It, it was yep. easy, man. You know, and uh, he's a uh, he's a he's an inspiration to uh, you know. I think it's easy to say he's an inspiration to all of us, man. Yeah, dude. The dude's the dude's contagious. He's a lot like Chris in that in that way, you know, and just of how hyped he gets about everything, you know. And I've been fortunate enough to harp with him several times this year. I think I saw Sky more than and almost as much as I saw Justin this year, which is <laughs> ironic, you know. And um, so I, it, it was. We're we're all blessed to have him a, a part of our inner circle, and I, I'm very very grateful to call him a friend and a brother hell yeah and, uh, hell yeah so yeah cheer cheer cheers to sky man he's a cheers to sky he's a, it was you know he's a basic like, guy objectively i think he's uh you know he was an easy pick um yeah you know yeah he's in our reason our sort of our circle and our friend group and i know gron was last year as well but I know that when we make these decisions like that's not really a factor it's it's objectively yeah. is this person doing something that that just really helps move move the meter you know and yeah. i think sky's a great example of that i think sky's uh just on the front of of Varanids and what he's doing with the peach throats and the other stuff he's doing i mean i don't there's very few people i know that that put as much effort and passion and and work into the the species they're they're solely focused on like he does yeah. you know like Varanids are already a pretty high level of commitment. So to have that many of them 
and make sure that every single one of those animals is getting everything to the nines, uh, you know, be it set up and, and care and, and working with them, you know, the amount of work he yeah. puts in with, with socializing those animals and stuff. It's just, it's wild to see just how well he's done, you know, especially with the peach throats, you know, he's going and he's, he's rolling the dice on some of these imported animals. Um, you know, he got a one or two at Daytona and immediately, you know, killing he, it with him, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's so impressive. And so, you know, he was, he was at the top of the list for me for sure. Um, and even outside of Varanids, you know, he's got the, the Barons, he's doing really well with those. He's got the Popwins, he's got some Condros. like he's overall, very well rounded. Like he's Very. he's doing great. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, I tell you, man, it's, it's as as somebody, outside of those animals too. Yeah, he's just his overall attitude and 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 outlook on things is also a big factor for me. You know, it's it's more than just the species he's doing and what he's doing with them, but the bigger you know the, the whole picture. If that makes yeah. sense, he's yeah. got so much damn heart in it. So much, yeah. so much heart. It's it's so beautiful to see. Yeah, yeah. Man. I mean, I mean to the Instagram name Peach Throat Passion, like it is a legit passion to him. It know? was yeah. originally going to be Throat Goat, but that had been taken. It had been taken. <laughs> I, I saw that. I, uh, me and him chatted back and forth, and I was like, ah, well, yeah. it was going to be Throat underscore Goat XXX, and then and then he went somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he's as you know, I've seen his collection what three times this year, I think, you know, and. It just get it gets better every time, man. I, yeah. know, I saw everything. He updated some stuff not too long ago. I, I was just there, not you know, not even a month ago, and um, it was earlier earlier this December. I was over there, and man, I mean, it just gets it gets better every time, man. You know, it's the you want to talk about commitment? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my man's up at at five <laughs> at five a.m. every day. To go out and, and and deal with those monitors, man, and just do yeah. what he loves. And it's, it, I'm telling you, man, if you haven't talked to Sky much, you need you need to change that because it, yeah, it's he's contagious. Blow up his DMs, yeah. bad, yeah, yeah, <laughs> blow him up, everybody. blow him up, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, he's he's so contagious, and it's it's it, he's ins he's inspirational, man. You know, he's, yeah, he's really really passionate, and he produced pop wins this year, yeah, F1. He did. Some beautiful I mean, ones. Yeah. Come on, man. They were they're insane. Um yeah. uh, the first pop ones he produced were F ones. They're both farm bred animals and just I mean, not he knocked it out of the park, man. He's gonna knock it out of the park with everything he does. For real. Oh, without a doubt, the dude's gonna succeed in, in, in any venue. Yeah. He, he decides yeah. to go down. Uh you know, there, there's maybe I'll 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 kind of delve into it. It's 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 interesting when we make friends. Uh we're all friends for different reasons. We all, we all share the same love, right? And it's a dumb, silly hobby. And, and, but we, we, we get in, enamored in it and we get infatuated with it <clears throat> and, to, and to find somebody that, you know, the five of us, well, obviously I think Justin may be gone right now, but uh, he, he has small little, uh, idiosyncrasies of all of us. Uh, you know, he, he has the uh, commitment, the dedication uh, to the social media front, just like Justin. Uh, he has the scientific brain and knowledge uh, and, and kind of follows the textbook uh, venue of knowing what's going on scientifically, just like Phil. He, ha he has that young, young passion uh, to be a herper, uh, just like Jake. Uh, and, and he has that huge commitment to uh, space value and, and, and diet like Bill. Uh, you know, and, and, and I see a little bit of myself in him. He, he has this huge heart where he just, he just loves it. The, the dude is so enamored with these animals. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll even say a story that we've said before. Uh, where at Daytona, he had purchased a a, a kind of a, a 
uh, not great looking animal uh, from from a wild caught table, and he kind of knew what he did. And I remember him bringing him bringing that animal over to to a large enclosure that had some water, and and kind of just setting it in there. And, and and I don't remember exactly who was around me, Phil. I think you might have been there. And, and he, nice. yeah, it was it was the three of us. I think and, it was you, dude, me, and Jake standing there. And, and he was talking about it. He's like, man, he was like showing us, and he was like kind of in like a little bit of a frustrated mind state, right? Yeah. He was like, oh man, I, I just you know. Uh, you know, I got to see him. I, I, I don't know. I might have overpaid for it. I don't even know. But God, this thing just needs water. It looks desiccated. Uh, I just uh, let me do this real quick. And he sets up this tub and he gets the water. And he yeah, has he little... piecemealed together yeah. a micro a micro enclosure, <laughs> a little monitor habitat. Like hobbled. He had little. He had. He's like, I got a tub over here, and like yeah. he brought stuff with him because yeah, not not because he knew he was going to buy a lizard, but because. He knew that at some point he may need this tub or this water bowl or these paper towels yeah. and like the forethought, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Incredible. And then, and then he's sitting there and, and he's he's explaining to us what he's doing, right? He's telling yeah. he's giving us his playbook. He's already he already had it set. It was a random event, but he already just knew it clicked. And and he and, and I just remember this animal sitting there and just drinking and drinking and drinking. And yeah. then it stops and it looks back at us. And I look at Skyler, I mean, I'm looking at this animal. I'm blown away, but I remember yeah. just looking at Skyler, and I got this big cheesy. And he, I think he's videotaping. I think there's actually yeah. a video of me being yeah. all. And I look at him, and he and he's just like, "That's what it's about, man. That's it. Yeah. That's it, right there." That look, that it, dude, it gave him the look, man. Like, yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah, and dude, oh. and, and I'm sure that animal's doing great, but dude, uh, every every single, and then he didn't stop talking about it. He's like, yeah. "That's what it, you know. That's that's what we're here for. That's what the love yeah. is." And to pick a species that's not highlighted in the hobby. To pick a species that not everybody's out there looking for, something that kind of goes under the radar. A lot of wild cots come in. We've got to deal with a lot of animals that that don't do well, probably don't succeed, and then to knock it out of the park with it, uh, to target train these animals, to you know everything. I'm sure they've all got names. I'm, I'm you know, it, it, it's God. It's it's it, it's it's you know, Bill. I know I know you know this. You know these animals. These monitors have these higher levels of intelligence, but they also require a higher level of uh, of care. Uh, a lot more uh, inactivity, or, or to to so that they know that they're they have their own unique environments, but they also require that one-on-one activity to 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 keep them healthy and to yeah. let them understand kind of what's going on. And, and I just I love seeing that, and, and, and that's just one of the species he works with. We're we're we're, we're not talking about the barons that he that he that he produces, and we're not talking about the the, the pop ones that he's produced. And I, I think he's still got some green trees in there somewhere, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the dude is, uh, I'm blown away. He's young, right? He's yeah. a young guy. And, yeah. and uh, it's, 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 God, it's, it's, it's beautiful and wonderful to see. Yeah, man. Uh, He's uh, asking the right questions to both people that have more experience than him, but also to himself. And at the same time, he's really observing, observing the animals and observing what they want and what they need and and thinking outside the box in terms of how can i enrich this animal's life in captivity make the best enclosures that i can physically do and really learn more about the individual species so that he can help spread the education spread the word and i think it's amazing that i know i've said this before but like when some of the leading monitor people in the country dare i say the world are actively communicating with him because they they see what we're talking about and they see what he's doing and that that, that that's a huge badge of honor man i think it's fantastic yeah man it's definitely 
it's been so cool you know kind of just watching him come up yeah. with everything man it's been it's been really cool you know yeah seeing all the all the love and passion the guy the guy's got for it man it, it's like I said, it's it's infectious, dude. It's, it's infectious. infectious. You got to keep guys like Sky around, you know. You got got to keep him in your corner, man. Yeah, he's he's, he's a great person to have around. I, I think one of the exciting things about him is even if it wasn't be for us or us being friends, I think he'd still be doing this. Yeah, I think yeah. he'd still be right yeah. there. Absolutely. and that's that's that cool thing. Like you say, you got to keep him around. We have to keep him around. For us, that's what right. I mean. That's exactly what yeah. I know. No, I, no, 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 I, I totally, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. gonna be selfish. I need me some Skype, dude. I, 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 some of the, some of the bullshit just talking with him. I, I gotta have it, right? Like, I, it, it's, it's a little. He's a little energizer bunny. Also, the dude's a psychopath, right? Like, yeah, like, dude, he is unstoppable. So, yeah, yeah, it's he's, cool. It's cool. He's a nutcase, man, but but we love him for it. And dude, some of the best memes ever. <laughs> Him shirtless. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Was, uh, yeah. So, as the resident lizard nerd and uh, monitor dork, so that dude, when he, they're they're, he talked to Mike Stefani, right? And they were they were together, uh, mm-hmm. and and did a little bit about enclosure uh, production and, and different things. I think so. To me. Guys like Mike are old school, like the dude cranked out Mertens and all the crazy stuff. Veterans, man. Veterans. So this generation, and honestly, even just this year, like his work with Peach Throats, there's been Dumeril's production, like the the things that old monitor people like us talked about were like, man, why don't people produce indos you know pro exotics struggled to sell black throats because they get big and then all these people did water monitors and it's like well that's really difficult because they're so big and then what about oh so now we'll do tiny water monitors which are crazy expensive and it's like why don't you guys just do indo stuff like what's the deal and you saw like he was talking to mike about how to do enclosure setups and mike was explaining like oh i do mertens and then the water base and this is how i do my babies this that and the other and you just see this kid just cranking like he's oh, just <laughs> a, absorbed, right? It's like a freaking sponge, man. So very next thing, we got peach throats in that. And then you're talking about the grow tents and different, which I always messaged him about that. And I've got those in my apartment now because of that, like the, it's the evolution of that. Right. And then it's, oh, so now I get him to run up my arms with the tongue. And like, it's the combination of there's a lot of monitor nerds and lizard nerds doing different like disparate things that dude does all of them all good and they all are having results yes and so it yeah it's just i think especially this year like how he did his setups the he he's kind of like a a perfect storm result in that Weed became legal in a lot of places. <laughs> Grow tents are very popular, and it turns out they're fantastic for Indonesian things. Yeah, and a person like that heard old dudes like me and Mike talking. He was like, "Okay, I, I know what that means." Looked at the things that were available to him, and he happens to like Indo stuff, and and was like, "Yeah," oh, and then just straight off like a rocket, and personality-wise, straight off like a rocket, right? 
and it, dude, it, I think, and it like, I'm not like being facetious or whatever. Like the next evolution of keeping Varanids is that it's that kid. Yeah. And the one or two other people, like there's yeah. been a little bit of success with mangroves, a little bit of success with Dumarils and him. Yeah. yeah. And I think <laughs> that there's, I mean, literally like I, this is the stuff that I follow. He's yeah. one of like three people in the country, <laughs> probably in the world, unless there might be some weird Asian people throwing millions at it. But like, Dude, that's that's it. That's the next step in Varanid herpeticulture. Yeah. It's like him and one or two other dudes. And the way he's doing it is different from those other folks. Yeah. In the his enclosure setups, he really took to heart um, what Mike told him about baby socialization. And he has successfully done that with animals that are older than babies, which is a thing that not a lot of us had thought to try like usually if you get juveniles or adults you just kind of suck it up that they're not going to be cool and then you you try to do better with the babies you know that the standard import wild caught thought process and that dude was like no nah, it'll work and yeah. it did and it you know and it did dude, and it his his big female blaze i'm pretty sure she was full grown when he got her and the way he interacts with her, I mean, just like B, I, I've I've seen him do it in in person. It's it's crazy, man. You know, just like it's like there there's he's got this connection with his animals that that is unlike anything I've ever seen. He, he, he's got a blissful ignorance to himself that I love, and, it, and that is not to downplay his uh, intelligence because yeah. I feel like yeah. that, that that those groupings of words could do that. But he's just got this thing that he's like, no, 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 no. It's it's gonna be good. Don't worry. I'm going to, and then, and, and he says it in so few words, but you know, deep down, he's going to put in the time. He's yeah. going to put in the work. He's going to, and, 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 and God built what you're talking about. A couple people, a, a couple people three are doing this, maybe. right? Maybe he is on the precipice of something so special. And I wouldn't shouldn't even say the precipice. He's, he's doing it. He's, yeah. he, he's, he, he's working with something. And, and you know, what's funny is he's working with something so complex so different and he's making it look easy yeah. he's making it look like this is what why what do you mean this is what you're yeah they to all do, do this no, yeah. They don't. yeah i, yeah. I, I can and, tell you they don't i've had every one of those species and they don't yeah. do that <laughs> and, right. and, and he's and he's he's not doing it without the backing of research he's not doing it without the backing of forethought you know what i mean he's he's getting into all of this with 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 prior knowledge and he's asking like you said the right people the right questions he's he's they're, they're like trigger words right like he's saying all the oh, right dude, ones watching him talk to mike and then have him go okay and yeah. and what you guys are saying about time and and like overall commitment like that is the biggest thing about large lizards is the intelligence factor right yeah. and it, it sometimes equates to large pythons as well but everybody that tells you they're like oh uh you know everybody does black and white and red tegus and like nobody can do gold tegus and then like one or two people do and it's like well they're lunatics and they spend all their time with them yeah and it works because they're really smart they're scared of monkeys and you, you know you have to do all these consistent things to overcome that and target training and so on and so forth indo monitors were the same way oh black throats and waters and now that we've seen some folks do it with croc monitors we've figured out the really big things get over it they're not as scared of you because you're a smaller monkey than them so they're easier to work with and then we all did 
and then we never got to Indos, and then we just treated dwarf monitors like really big geckos. Yeah. It works. <laughs> yeah. And it, it works. Like you can yeah. see where it's like, oh, so you did what all the bearded dragon people did, but with Aki's weird. Yeah. Like we know why it worked. And then we also know why it didn't work with Indos. And a guy like Mike is talking to a guy like Skyler and is like, oh yeah, well, I got Mertens, which are this weird mid-size aquatic thing. And this is what I did to develop trust because they're very smart and you could see him. He's like, I know what that means because they're about the same size. It turns out they're just a really pretty ditch lizard from Indonesia. And <laughs> so, but you could see the wheels. He replicated what he was told by somebody who had already done something very successful with a, a different grouping, took his cool idea for enclosures, which are freaking baller yeah yeah they're badass they're so fucking good combined yeah. the two and then just did it and it's one of those things where it's like <clears throat> it it is a time thing like they're skittish they are able to be target trained but it, it's so much consistency nobody will do it yeah it, yeah that's a, a lot that's of it. things where you're working with like big predators large iguanids all of those things and you see like a zoo facility right they're all target trained. It's cool. Well, yeah, they pay some guy to do that 40 <laughs> hours a week. Exactly. And then he's a zookeeper nerd. So he actually works like 70 for free. Yep. It's his whole life to make sure that this, you know, water monitor will eat shrimp or whatever. Yeah. Like the extrapolation to that for the private side, like the, the thought process was that we would be able to do that because we'll spend more money or, or what have you. It just never came to fruition. And then he showed up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, if, if you actually are a lunatic who just spends all your time with peach throat monitors, they do what we said that they would do. But nobody else was willing to do it. Yeah. You know, it's it's just a willingness to implement all of the things we've all said for 40 years. And then that guy shows up and is like, so why don't we just do what that the thing like y'all wrote this down why don't y'all just do yeah it, right and yeah. then he i mean yeah. and he just is willing to do it and is showing it, the success it also comes down to a, a humbleness because and i don't mean humbleness in like uh, uh uh oh no you're too nice no i mean humbleness in like so many of us take on an animal commitment a species if you will or a, any of the disciplines that we love in our life and we commit x amount to it and certain things we we you just we just can't you know what i mean whether you want to or you don't or you say you want to and you just never get around to it but with skylar he has the humbleness to know no i can do this i'm going to do this and this is what i need to do this is what i'm supposed to do so that's it you know we do it get it done and that taking what you just said bill about 40 years of knowledge written down okay so this is the this is the recipe all right, I could do it. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Stop skipping steps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and he doesn't like that. He posts tons and tons of videos of animals running up his arm or up his leg to tongs. Yeah. And we're so like social media brained or whatever that like fifteen seconds, fifteen seconds. But that looks like kitschy, I guess, or like you know, oh, you're making a lizard run up your arm or whatever. But like, but it's no, that's, not. 
that's what we've all been saying. Like, yeah, semi arboreal, so much more skitter training over, you know, trust for people, facial recognition, eye tracking movement, like all these millions of things we talk about with Varanids. Yeah. So that's why you see that dude do it every freaking day, you know, all the time. It's like, well, yeah, because we all sat here and said, hey, bro, you should do that like 6,000 times and then it'll work. And he was like, okay, I'm on 4,007. Yeah. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. 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 I think a big big part of it as well is is just the the open-mindedness to constantly question whether what you're doing is working or not and being fully willing to, to take in information and ideas from people that that you should yeah yeah you know like that's a big that's a big part of it at least in, from my perspective is is his ability to to question himself and not have this this sort of mentality of having it figured out because he's one of the only guys really spending the time to do it instead he's he's taken what he can from other sectors and other species that are that are being worked with and trying to apply it as best he can you know and it's it's clearly paying off yeah, yeah. There's this. Uh, it, 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 man, it, you, we see a lot of Bill back on some of the videos you made this year. Uh, kind of uh, parodies of silly things we've seen, and the people that have made the original uh, content are looked at in this light of this greatness. And it's like, let's take what those people are famous for, and and and, and I hate I hate using the word famous because famous is such a subjective term. Let's see. Let's see the things these people are known for, and then let's let's use that as a, as an example on somebody who is really, really, really doing the 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 the, the work. The and, and God, I remember sitting. Uh, we were sitting. We were having food at the little Mexican restaurant in Daytona. Uh, Jake was there. His roommate Ty, uh, Jason Keller, was there. And you know, it's funny. We we trash talk Keller, but Keller is sitting there who has tons of tenure in this hobby and has worked with a lot of uh, unique lizard species, and he's still bouncing ideas off of people when we're all sitting there and we're all uh, noobs to my, I have no monitor experience. I know nothing about these animals, but he's still asking, Hey, well, you know, with, with this species, why, you know, when you pair leeches, uh, where does the aggression come from? Are you, are you pairing them on neutral ground? Why do you pair them on neutral ground? Why do you pair them? How do you monitor them? And, and, and then talking with Keller, you know, when, when you work with this species, this venomous species or whatever it is, you know, why did you do it that way? And, and just the, the, constantly constantly wanting to learn and then the true the 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 true thing of it was is we were all sitting there wanting to learn about what his goal was yeah it was never i i want to breed this species i want to sell these babies these babies will sell for this much money no no it was i am going to make i'm going to figure this out and i'm going to give people the textbook rubric to go to that table at daytona buy that shitty desiccated lizard get it from there to this and, yeah. and, and, you know, I, we, we're not going to change the way importing works. I don't know if we want to change the way importing works with all the regulations that we have in life. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I know that any, any success he does try to have with breeding in the future, I know he's going to knock it out of the park. Uh, yeah. But but it was never a financial gain. He wasn't trying to be the next right. TikTok star. He wasn't trying to be the next guy. It was just, I'm, I just want to figure this out so I can give it to other people. And that's it's beautiful, man. It's great. Yeah. Well said. His man. Well said. Twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Right. 
going to get the get the plaque made and get it down to him. Oh, man. I'm sure I'll be there in a couple months if you just want to give it to me. Yeah. Hand delivered. I'll bring it to him. And Phil's not invited. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Did we have anything else? No, just Skyler's fucking badass. That's yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. That's what you need to take out of this. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's been it's, a good year. It's been a hell of a year. It's been, it's been a hell of a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think you know a big a big shout out to everybody who listens to us banter and sometimes bullshit week after week. You know, yeah, we couldn't couldn't do this without you guys. We probably still would because we're all psychopaths um, yes yes but, <laughs> but i mean thank everybody that's listened to us for you know this year over the years you know we've been i mean hell we've been we started six, THP six years in march we started wow. THP six years ago man and i mean god if you would have told me six years ago you're gonna start a podcast with a dude that kind of looks like a sasquatch and uh, <laughs> it's it's gonna be running you're gonna create a whole family and there's gonna be an entire network of podcasts and people you love doing it i mean i would have said you're full of shit yeah you know and to <laughs> yeah. see how this is developed you know and i'm just uh, i'm so thankful for everybody and you know everybody who listens and all you guys man you know I, you're I consider you all family, you know. And Absolutely, it, it means, for real. It's the world to me, man. So. Except Keller. Except <laughs> Keller. <laughs> no, he, he, especially Keller. I, yeah, I do. I, I did want to give uh, you know the people out there listening. Maybe you know if you're still with us two and a half hours in. There's a little bit of regurgit, regurgitatable content that I'd love everybody to go back and listen to. Uh, Bill, you didn't get to do a lot of episodes this year, uh, but in February you did an episode uh, with the young lady with uh, Fantasticus. Uh, the Europlatus episode. Yeah. I think everybody needs to go back and re-listen to that episode. It is a great episode. Anybody wanted to look to get to a species that is very unique, uh, difficult to take care of, uh, but but you know a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, intricacies to it. Uh, Bill, I, I, I commend you on that episode. I loved it. I've listened to it twice. Probably gonna get it a third time because my. I was just trying to keep up. She yeah. is a <laughs> smart lady, great, man. Great episode. It uh, was hardcore. It, it, it was awesome. Uh, uh, Jake, Justin, y'all did y'all did an episode this year with Rob Christensen. Uh, he has his own own podcast, Reptile Talk Podcast. He talked a lot about uh, um, oh my gosh, scrub pythons and 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 getting there and what it took and, and some of the special things about it. And the guy talks so passionately. Uh, I love hearing it uh, again. Another episode I've listened to multiple times. He has names these animals. I love it when people are yeah. oh, and this it's just great. <laughs> Uh, Phil, uh, you know, obviously Snakes and Stogies is one of one of my favorite podcasts. But on, on, on you and you and Nipper doing those podcasts with Rob O'Shea, I, we we keep talking about those episodes. But you've you've done a, a, a blissful amount of amazing other episodes. Uh, and, Thank and, you, bro. And, 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 and dude, it's a great podcast for somebody that has no intent to ever have venomous, couldn't have venomous if I wanted them. Uh, but just 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 beautiful beautiful content list to and, and just you, you know, uh, thank you for being uh, with me on Corn Stars. Uh, we, we had a lot of great guests this year, but finally got Carol Huddleston on and, and, and got to listen to one of one of I've gone back and actually listened to the episode, which is really weird when I was the one talking. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we had we had a, 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 a Elizabeth and a lot of other other people on, on, the, on the on the show and uh, was really proud to be a part of it. And we'll continue to be proud of a, a proud part of it. Uh, but just really got to got to have some special moments 
Uh, and, and I don't want us to forget that all of us were a part of that, but I want other people listening to know uh, if you missed those episodes, go back and listen. If you've listened to them, listen to them again. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of good stuff in those. Uh, and it was, it was special this year uh, for, for that. Uh, and Bill, I, God, I hope, I hope I get to hear, hear your, your wonderful voice uh, uh, more. Uh, looking forward to more episodes next year, hopefully. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. It's coming. We do a Cordillas one, bro. Yes. Yeah. I, I, so I do actually have uh, a list of things. Uh, the next episode that'll come out is going to be another one that's just me. Um, I snapped a picture at uh, an unnamed big box store so I don't get sued. And I edited that picture so that it doesn't, I don't think, give away anything about where its origins. Yeah. Um, and we talked in the group chat a little bit and that sparked me for that particular episode um i have a couple of one-off episodes that'll just be uh topic driven that came out of our uh group chat i keep track of random stuff like that that um if i don't make fun of it on tiktok i try to <laughs> make an episode <laughs> if i want to like seriously uh discuss it i i write it down as something that i'm gonna do an episode on and then if i want to uh make fun of it i just make a tiktok with the kids but um Strophers. Yeah, I do have uh, a list of ideas. Yeah. I've actually been fortunate that um, I haven't done obviously as many as you guys, but you know, being fifty plus, um, some of the people that I originally talked to, um, I am now like there. Those folks have advanced far enough with other species that I I now have a list of people that I've already interviewed. That's but awesome. have new topics because their collections Good. have progressed. That's great. In in some of them in oddball ways, um, but yeah, I, I have a list of new people um, just in general for for various topics. I, I got to go to Carpet Fest this year, and so I met a whole bunch of random weirdos like us. Um, saw Rob Christian uh, probably had the cops called him a few times, trips through people's backyards to get a red-eared slider. <laughs> nice, um, nice. That's our boy. <laughs> yeah, Eric, Eric was like, I keep finding red-eared sliders in my pool and they're not supposed to be here because they're invasive. And he's like, no, I got it. And then he was just like on <laughs> in somebody's yard, came back with a turtle. Um, but yeah, so I, I do have a handful of, of different things coming up. Um, work has been ridiculous, so I've been bouncing around because of that. But um, Amen. for 2024, if... Um, Again, a, a lot dependent on where I end up in the world, but um, I I am going to make more effort for the um, book driven, not for profit. I've I've been accumulating things and and writing a lot of ideas down for that. Um, I'm still going to trademark the Darth Alapis book club and try to get Justin to draw something of Phil for the logo. But nice. no, um, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I we, we did a lot more libraries this year uh, with the libraries that we did. We brought a lot more books and, and presented them uh, as part of our show. And that it's like that highlighted for me and, and Teresa and the kids as well that um, these libraries don't have those books and they don't have yeah. that information. And because we all know so many of these authors, we, we you know, we're, we're so neck deep in it like we we know when these things are coming out and and how to get them and i think that i think that we can push the information part of that um i 
part of me thinks that it could be a little bit of a counter to some of the Facebook group social media nonsense is trying to get people back to books. Yeah. Um, there you do see it culturally a lot of stuff with that, like um, it knitting and crocheting and quote unquote old stuff and yeah. books and even on social media, people are talking about books and talking about their hobbies and crafts and things that are not electronic. Um, so I think that we might be able to ride that wave a little bit uh, on the reptile front and maybe get some some more books out to some libraries. So. Hell well, that's yeah. been interesting too because a lot of the like the book club episodes that we've done on snakes and stogies like we get a, I get messages fairly regularly for people asking when we're going to do another one and like it's surprising because yeah. yeah honestly sure. I the book ones I I wouldn't expect to be the ones that people are that invested in but I think it's also people are looking for like as as expensive as some of the books are too that we that we want and have you know people want to know that uh it's worth the it's worth the money and that you're not just sure throwing money and and there is like our there are like weird generational gaps and shifts right of like we kind of make fun of the beardy mom people you know and they they go on facebook and they take it as gospel and and do some outlandish things and casey was in our group chat talking about the sulcata tortoise of like putting lotion on it and he thought it was the silliest thing ever and because Walter has tons of turtles and we have tortoises, like I, I know where that comes from, you, you know, and I do think there are, there's a population of people that have like had the light bulb to yeah. realize that they might not have another outlet or source of information, but maybe that information is not good. Yeah. yeah. And then at least on the book front, like there's, money involved if you don't reasonably know what you're talking about nobody's going to give you money to produce a book true and so you still get some nonsense books but yeah your your baseline is that much higher because of that need right some publisher has to be like no you really do know a lot about frogs with your phd <laughs> and whatever and i'll let you write a frog book and give you money you, you know and when you see like you know, like the crawdad shows up with his book or, or things like that. Like the what us nerds realize, and I think other people are starting to put together is the publishing groups behind that are smart and they're yeah. into this. And you know, Russ is a nerd; he likes this. You know, when you talk about the carpet book, you know, and then oh well, where where'd you go to pick up the carpet book? Oh, I went down to the Chiricahua Museum to get it. Like they're all very intricately positioned in her pediculture that they, well, why'd you let Zach write that? He's really freaking smart. That's why. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Russ knows who he is. Russ knows that he knows what he's talking about. And and so the, the publishing and, and the access to that information starts to change when you get far enough into her pediculture to know who those people are. Yeah. And so I think to then push it the other direction of, at least on our front with doing the shows and stuff like we're the snake people, like people text me and call me and you're the reptile nerd, you know, about bugs and stuff. Right. So I'm going to try to leverage that to be like, yeah. And this is my super nerd friend who wrote a book, (laughs) you know, and, and try to, I don't know, man, like fight it that way. And I 
I also think it, fight it on TikTok. It also comes to a lot of people in our community, our discipline, whatever you want to call it, where they've Googled X, Y, and Z, but there's only there, there is only so much that you can Google on a particular reptile-related topic or amphibian-related topic. So they think to themselves, well, in the past, there was books. You know, my parents used books or my teachers used books or what have you. But when you go on Amazon and you type in king snake, there's 40 books that have the word king snake or related to some kind of colubrid nonsense. But that doesn't mean that's necessarily the book that I want to gain the reference to gain the knowledge. But when the THN boys are having their their book, the book club episode, and somebody talks about, you know, Brian Hubb's book, and it's like, yeah, no, that's right. that's the Bible. And they're yeah. like, okay, now I know what book to buy. That one. You know, and I feel like that is way more prevalent than than, than any of us really think about, yeah. um, because I know that I've caught myself doing it on YouTube videos, on other podcasts, where it's like, uh, who was that? Well, who was listening? To? I think I was listening to, to uh, Mike Pingle's podcast, and he had um, Dusty Rhodes on, and they were talking about mm -hmm. horn toads. And I was thinking, man, I don't have any literature on horn toads. And Dusty talks about, well, there's this one book called blah blah blah, and it's kind of a it's kind of a wispy kind of pamphlet, if you will, but it's the definitive information on all the horned lizard, horned toad species. Dude, I went on Amazon. It was like 20 bucks. I bought it. So right. like mm -hmm. little things like that, I feel like really that we don't think about that. Maybe the, maybe the listeners aren't even thinking about, you know what I mean? And that's why really the book club episodes are really love. And I feel like we should really do more of them. I, I, we're not I, the I, ones doing it. There's something that's special about those book club episodes, too, because, you know, we do episodes like this that are fun to listen to live. And this is a 2023 end of the year podcast. And maybe we yeah. get a lot of listeners for it. Maybe we don't. Uh, but a lot of those book club episodes are ones that you could go back to and say, yeah. OK, uh, what, what what did I miss in that? You know, I listened to yeah. it. but what, what was that book? Oh, man. Yeah. And so, you're, you're, you know, as we generate this content, it's immortal, right? It, it's, it's, it exists as long as the Internet does, as far as I know. Uh, and, as, and, long and as, as long as Smitty pays the bill, right? <laughs> as long as Smitty pays <laughs> right. the bill. Yeah. Uh, and, there, and, you know, it's, it's, I, I, I talk about this all the time, uh, that there's a lot of information out there that's free. I constantly talk about yeah. that. To go back to those old King Snake forums. Go back to the BOA forum. Go back to the LeopardGecko.com days. Go back to the CornSnake.com days. And, and there's, there's, there's sections and chunks in there that are, that are, that are available. They're at your fingertips. And, and people forget that. So, so having those book club episodes, having those special episodes that highlight species that maybe, maybe not everybody cares about. But once you put in your little Apple iTunes or whatever, and you Google, you know, Strophurus, it pops up. When you put in Nephris, you get that beautiful episode that Bill did in 2022 uh, with with the, with the with the gentleman that I've probably listened to 12 times. Uh, you know, you, the, these things constantly. These, you put in Baron's Racers, and you, you get an episode with Sky or, or, or with somebody, or, or, or even uh, Jason Keller, who's worked with them. Uh, you know, uh, and it's yeah, hell. You, you put in Mark O'Shea, you might get listen to a couple hours of, of, of Phil and Nipper talking with them. Uh, yep. Well, and dude, for something like that, that's going to become a bigger deal. Like when you talk about a person like him, where he has mainstream fame, and just looking like down the road, yeah. this is a little, a little dark, but he's an older dude. He's yeah. likely going to, it won't be anytime soon, but he will pass away. Life's a limited and, resource, man. 
Yeah. But I am willing to bet that other than scientific publication, toward the end of his life, this will have been what he did as far as mainstream media style yes. Uh, yes. exposure. Yeah. Because he is so into the academic world now and has kind of really stepped back from the television world. Um, like that is going to be something that is searchable for that person, like yeah. you guys as well, but because because of his name and his stature. Of course, things, of course. Like, you know, they're gonna Google him before they Google us. Right. right. Um yeah. like, but that is that will be the most recent record of of yeah. a person like that. Like that's that's a big deal, man. Like that's it, a, yeah. it's a really big deal in the scope of like if you're into this and you, you know you've spent your adult life doing this and you know who some of these authors and things are like you're part of the historical record or all of this is all of yeah. the episodes yeah. but like that person is kind of a a landmark yeah so to then be attached to that the the history of that landmark is that's yeah. a really big deal and you know uh we we, we sit in an in, in an era where content is kind of uh consumed differently um, Marco Shea's old show. I, I don't think there is a network we could get on and watch. There, we can't there stream them. There's not. No, you can't, yeah, there you can't find yeah. it. So yeah. if that doesn't change, and that's the big thing about TV, right? Is there's rights and there's there's yeah. publication rights and there's. Well, that's not the case with Venom Exchange Radio, right? Yeah. Uh, right. Any anybody can consume it, right? Because it's right there. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Yeah. It's, it's on it's on different uh, uh, different mediums. Uh, it, 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 it's it's it, and man, this goes for every single guest. Every word that we say is immortalized. Uh, and, and, and man, I, I've gone back to old. I, I've told y'all there's there's the old uh, Australian reptile radio uh, mm -hmm. that you can find on I think uh, Spotify still. Uh, Gecko Nation Radio, bro. Let's go back 15 years. Let's see how they were doing leopard geckos. But here's the thing: go back to that episode with the 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 young lady from Golden Gate Geckos, right? I, I forget her name. Uh, but she des designed and line bred a whole line of tangerine geckos that to some extent isn't even cared about unless you're some idiot that just delves into stuff like that. But she also talked about uh, on a whole episode about Underwoodosaurus, right? Yeah. On, on, on Gecko Nation Radio, there's an episode in there that uh, I, I, you know, I probably couldn't find it, but it's in there. Dude, I'm looking for it because I didn't know that was there. That's, yeah, I gotta find where, that. Where, where she talked for an hour and a half about uh, Millie and or I think it's Millie Underwood Sword. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, I do these things like this. I keep them like leopard geckos, but I breed them like this and this. And it's like, oh, my God, this doesn't even exist, right? You know, yeah. Uh, and, and, and it, but, but it was immortalized and it's there for people to find. Uh, and that's man, it, it's so such a such a cool special thing to be a part of. I guess I don't know. I feel like the, sure, sure the the, the idiot savant. But uh, dude, yeah, look at the way music that. goes. Like we make yeah. fun of that now, where like yeah. old old Fuck songs and, yeah. and like, <laughs> but they'll end but they'll end up in like a commercial or something. Yeah, and then you get and people make fun of it, and they're like, oh, this is the coolest song ever, and it's like it was written in the eighties, and then but you'll see like these older artists will get a resurgence of like I gotta crazy big check from spotify because everybody yeah. streamed my song you know in 2022 yeah. or whatever yep this this is the reptile version of that in, in that in 2043 or whatever when you're like oh, i was looking up you know underwater and this chick talked about it in the early yeah. 2000s or whatever 
this is the the version of that for they play that as know, they fly around their rocket ship yeah <laughs> but it's i mean that's how electronic media is consumed now yeah yeah that, you know you discover it later and it's the coolest thing marshall well, mcgannis there you go dude baron coming in clutch also just huge shout out kevin baron just yeah, a great great shout fucking out. person man yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. He's been of the year for 2022 yeah, I just uh, want to hang out with that dude and find all of his alley lizards. I'm just gonna so follow him around at work. You said some fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, man. Chat, man. All the coolest stuff is just like in his work yard, <laughs> hanging out in the yard, garbage. Yeah. Stay County, uh, baby. I also want to try to set up an enclosure that's just a pile of garbage, and then I'm gonna put like redheaded agamas in it and just yeah. label it yes. Florida. Great. You know, as we talk about this, we having that respect for the other podcasts out there. You know, the new uh, new podcast, Kaluba Corruption, that, that me and Jacob been on. Uh, yeah. Kevin Barron just did an episode. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what you call it? Uh, Kaluber and Klubroid Radio. Clint Bartley and, and Zach are just – Dr. Zach Laughman, excuse me, uh, are just crushing it. Absolutely. Crushing out it. I, some, of, some of the most beautiful content out there. Uh, you know, Phil coming in with the Venom Exchange Radio. Uh, what, what you call it? Um, Boas, 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 which is like a, a podcast that comes out like every six months or something, but it's damn good. Uh, <laughs> Reptile Talk with, with uh, oh man, uh, Rob and uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy, yeah. I was about to say, I just took shots with the dude at the bar. I almost didn't say his name, Jeremy. Uh, just <laughs> such, such good, such good, repeatable content out there. And dude, uh, it's wild. I talk to Rob Christian in, in jest, just joking around almost every day, dude. Like that guy's another, he's another. Panchab level, like oh, yeah. so great, dude. Like dude. morale boost to yeah. my soul, he's man. So I love oh my guy. god, yeah, he's a motivated one dude. Of, one yeah. of the nice guys on the freaking planet, dude. Bummed dude. I didn't see him at Daytona oh, this year. I, I know, I, I gave him so much shit for it, man. Dude, I can tell that- you at Carpet Fest, you can tell when he left and came back. It like, yes, and it's like. <laughs> Biggest what, the smi- what, the, what the hell's going on? And like this dude just walks out of the mud with a turtle, and you're like, "Oh, that guy's back!" Yeah. Like, biggest smile can, on his face, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you could tell. Like it was a shift, dude. Yeah. It's, he he is his own. Like he is my own level of serotonin. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's so real. He's so yeah, dude. Real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, we my, know. My... There's one right there on the screen. We have one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just unconditional ADD, man. It's. it's yeah blissful ignorance that's good yeah well fellas yeah uh, it's the witching hour it's excited for next year yeah man again love you guys thank you everybody for listening love you guys love you guys stuck it out for this nearly hour podcast so worth it worth it thank you again for an awesome year thank you puget sound pythons thank you blackboxcages.com fullviceapparel.com cold-blooded caffeine uh, Silent Hill Reptiles. Oh, and because they're a sponsor, Steve if Snake you bother Puget Sound Pythons for over a year in their DMs, they'll send you a shirt. Hey, nice. It took a long I time, sent, but I got one. I sent Jeff Dick pictures almost daily, and I don't have a shirt. Yeah, well, <laughs> he wasn't getting those for the shirt, though. He was just getting those for the because he wanted them. He keeps, he, keeps, he keeps telling you you're going to get a shirt just so you keep sending them. <laughs> yeah, you're almost there. You're almost there. You're not. I have a punch card. I have a punch card. I'm almost there. Fiftieth is free. Chris is like, I've got a hundred, hundred of these bad boys. I can go on for days. Maybe if you traded him some of that world class art you draw up, he'd send you one. Yeah, 
I, I sent to, him some. I sent him I had some. To, I had to take mine off the fridge because my landlord came to inspect my house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I where they are now. Up. They're somewhere in the snake room. No, Kayla was like, you need to take those down. I was like, why? I'm like, she's like, yeah. it's our landlord's coming. And I was like, oh, okay. don't worry. Indy was so excited to get that freaking gecko. She opened the last one. <laughs> well, I didn't send any pictures with the last one, right? Yes, you did. <laughs> Wait, the one with the geckos in it? Yes. Because oh. yes. she mess, she texted me and was like, "Is this something I'm not supposed to see?" And I was like, "Just put the lizards back." I thought one of those boxes I didn't send. Maybe it was the first box. It was uh, the right. the one you sent to Joe didn't have. Didn't uh, have no, anything. no, Joe. Joe got some good ones. Oh, did he? I sent uh, Phil a box this year for Christmas, and it didn't have any. It was there was a nice handwritten note. That's what I. It did. was. I was it mine. was. It was actually. I. I. I didn't open it with Anna Maria, and I. Sent I was her worried picture. that she might might open it. And I was nah. Like, eh. And, uh, if I get and, anything from Chris, I'll be upset if there's not one in there. Yeah, it. dude. I, I I almost look forward to those more than the snakes, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Should make a calendar out of all of them. My highlight, dude. Oh, make dude. a t-shirt with all of them on the back. <laughs> no, you just do a calendar, man. The 12, 12 month calendar. Just is that uh, is Chris, that going to be the THN counter? To yeah. The NPR calendar. Yes. I, yes. Dude, I what I'll do is I'll take the the, the NPR calendar. And I'll, I'll superimpose every one of those pictures into a dig. And then we'll yes. make a calendar out of that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. I'm almost 40. I need to stop. <laughs> I, st I, I, still, I still think Bona Lisa was the. Bona Lisa. Was most I, it's hard to pick the, the best one out of all of them. Almost 40. Lisa's Am I the old dude in this group? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. You got Damn. me beat, man. Damn. I guess all I'm right. the youngest one, aren't I? You Jesus. are. You're the baby. Damn. Yeah, we can tell. Bill, Fuck you, if, dude. If I if I'm yeah. your age, it, it dude, you line it up. Everything you say, man, like it's just like look at my mustache. You line it up. <laughs> just... Bill, if, uh, I'm, if I'm if I'm your age and I'm as, as good a shape as you, I'm gonna be a happy man. I literally I was thinking, man, Bill looks younger yeah. than me. What's He's going to the gym tonight, guys. None of us know, yeah. None of us will be it's all fake. It's just shadows from the t-shirt. Nice. No, I've nice. seen you in person, Bill. It's not it's not. <laughs> That's Actually, I, I'm mad that I wasted my one time to threaten Casey's life and scare him when I was smaller. <laughs> I'm so much bigger now. It would have been awesome. Casey is such a small little ball of energy. It's not hard to scare. But, dude, that's the thing with social media is you don't you don't know. So when you're coming downstairs and you're like, that's the right face. You don't know the body. It's attached to you. Like, Come here, little dude. You just dude, grab I, him. You're dude, just like, I'm, I'm not going to buy a scruff. He's just kicking. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though, dude. Like, social media does, like... You always like build an image of somebody, you know, based on the little screen that you get. Bill, you did not fit what what I what I had pictured. Like you were much much larger in person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, good God! No, all nerds are small. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I wish I was there for that escalator. I wish, <laughs> dude. I like you know. I go to Billy Hunt's house frequently enough and casey usually meet us there we'll have a little soiree and that that one story comes up every time we're drinking and i wish i was at the escalator i wish hey to his credit he did then what two years later say that he wanted to beach wrestle me at daytona so yes I mean, yeah so what do you guys he's got heart so we man. can make that happen Ooh, yeah. oh that was yeah. i said that earlier so my family um with the kids we are working on getting them scuba certified nice and we didn't think that teresa would be able to do it 
she has problems clearing her ears and she can't use a regulator. Yeah. Um, we got a full face uh, snorkel mask and she's oh, able nice. to do that. Hell so yeah. I think we can get her certified with a full face and then we will have more reason to go to Florida. Hell yeah. Mm. Awesome. I'm going awesome. to try to like combine that with like Make hey, it happen. Yeah, uh, getting scuba certified was super expensive. Let's not swim where it's cold. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens to be at the end of August. Oh, yes. The only Which open is, slots they had were this certain weekend in the end of August. And you know, what do Happy you know? Birthday. So happens. Yeah, well, yeah. Jeff, Jeff and Kendra and, and Casey did the diving with sharks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, so. That was kind of my, hey, look what they did. We could do that at the same yeah. time. Dude, that shit was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get also, to do it because it Mama be, said no. Uh, 2024 <laughs> Daytona will be Teresa's 40th birthday. So cool. Good the stuff, man. We could get her to shark dive for her 40th and then she could yes. ignore me while I leave and go to Daytona. But yeah. <laughs> There's fun there for everyone. For sure. All right. Well, before this gets derailed one more time, thank you, everybody. <laughs> Good night. We love Thank you. you. Love you guys. Thank you all. <laughs> Bye. Bye.